I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levens. You're so bad at this. No, I, I didn't realize we're going right now. Okay, then. we'll just start again. <laughs> no, that's good. Keep it in. It's funny. It's like we, we make it's mistakes. Tedious. It's tedious. My name's Angus. Trust it. It sure <laughs> is. And uh, this week we are in Angus's living room with a return guest. Uh, someone, the, fir- the only person so far to cry on an episode of Hey Fam. Uh, Most cry during while they're listening, but they're not guests. Right. Yeah, they just cry. Yeah, you almost cried during the Batman v Superman discussion. Oh, uh, yeah, they're different tears. <laughs> yeah, these are absolutely tears of joy. They, that was um, Zack Snyder's. That weren't tears. That were other fluids, and they weren't mine. That was Zack Snyder's. Gross. Um, so, uh, of course, real fam fans will know that the only person that has cried is Steel Saunders, yeah. Melbourne comedian, host of Steel Wars, the Star Wars podcast, and also Green Guide Letters. I love Green Guide Letters. I do too. <laughs> do you love it? <laughs> hey, you guys. Hey, fam. It's still <gasps> Saunders, sting. everybody. Got a new sting. The, um, hey, you fam. If people are listening for the first time mm. and they hear one of the hosts say, oh, that was funny when he didn't know the podcast had started, setting a real low bar for comedy. Like, I think people have turned off now. You reckon? So we could say anything now, like hate speech and No, let's not go. Let's not let's, go let's try to raise the bar. Yeah. Let's 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 try to top not knowing the podcast has started. Oh, is it on? Are we on? I thought this was just us practicing yeah. again. <laughs> so this is Inception. You're right. Meta. This is funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so, uh, obviously, Steele spends a great deal of his week um, talking about Star Wars. Well, let's um, just even set the scene at the moment. There's a lot of bags. Steele's crashing in the Hey Familiar pool house tonight, and he's brought... Hey, fam, guests stay on Angus's couch. <laughs> yeah, it's like, not only do you... Uh, we, we borrow your vocal cords for an hour and a half. We also put you up. It's like a B&B. It's fantastic. Mm. Hey, B&B. That's actually <laughs> how we could make some fucking money out of this show. <laughs> if we actually start letting people stay here. Um, but there's an array of bags. That'd be a good Patreon offer. I think so, like too. Like, if you get to a certain level, sleep on Angus's I'm couch. so glad it's your couch and not mine. The highest one is um, Angus will watch Batman vs. Superman with you and you can just film him and watch his reaction and just see him, like, just deteriorate. Like, see a man, like, just just get angry. <laughs> Do you think you've been more affected by Batman versus Superman than Batman was affected by losing his parents at a young age? Yeah, because the bad thing is my parents are still around and uh, they don't it's understand. Terrible. No, no, no. They, and they, they're not on my level. They don't know what I've gone through. Like, no I can't, on your level. I can't relate to them anymore. They can't talk. To, I don't answer their calls. We just don't speak. And it's ever been... It's been ever since this film came out. And they might be listening right now and look, I've changed numbers. I've destroyed my SIM card. I don't... I, you... 
you don't I don't deserve to know my parents because that movie is so bad and I've watched it <laughs> <laughs> like I'm emancipating myself but for their for their sake I'm no longer a family shame so yeah as I was saying Steel <laughs> talks about Star Wars a yeah. lot and uh, we thought we'd give him a little bit of a break because a movie came out last week that we've already done a reaction episode to uh, spent an hour and a half talking about Captain America 3, Civil War. While keeping each other up. <laughs> yeah, God, um, thank you very much to anyone who made it through all of that episode. I certainly didn't. Yeah, we I did. Was... I mean, while we made it, we fell asleep on each other several times. <laughs> I finished it, guys. I oh. uh, appreciate it, man. That's why I had you on. That's the prize. <laughs> if you listen all, all the way through that episode, you get to come on as a guest. This is the second Patreon. This is the third <laughs> tier. If, you li- if there's proof of listening, if you have a, re- a listened receipt of your episode, we will I take a photo of you with today's newspaper. <laughs> and a completed episode of the podcast, and we'll hang out with you. But still, so I mean, you know, you, obviously, you you do get to talk about things that aren't Star Wars or Angry Letters by idiots. Um, I, I know I want I, that's I, a good renaming for the thanks for the rebrand. <laughs> that's what it's called it's an edgy rebrand for. That's for the reboot <laughs> in twenty years' time. <laughs> um, I thought it'd be really cool to have you on to talk about because we we definitely talked about superhero movies for a little bit while you were last on. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you love Civil War as much as we did. I, so much. It is, like, I never grew up reading comic books, but I love anything, like, comic book films. Mm-hmm. So, like, all, you know, like, Batman, I even... The Burton Batmans and stuff like that. Like yeah, any of that stuff, stuff yep. like uh, Christopher Reeve's Superman... Um, I even uh, might have Spawn on DVD. Great, Great soundtrack. soundtrack. Hey, Jigs. <laughs> Let's do a podcast together. <laughs> Great soundtrack. So I'll go to everyone. And I went and saw... Like, um, do you know the gist of the characters too? Like you're not going along going, oh, Superman can fly. Have, fuck, did you know that? Like do you, you know some stuff about the... Ca- There's some assumed knowledge on your behalf. Well, I've seen all the movies, so I'm pretty aware. Sure. And like, I, you, they do reboot them every five years, so yeah. And um, so when I went and saw Batman v Superman, I it was brutal and it was just not... It wasn't fun. No, it was and not we won't, fun on we, any level. We won't talk about it for too long, but it was just... It was like, like oppressing. Like it was such a... Just like... Like it would make... If you had mental issues, it would make you more depressed, I found. <laughs> Angus Truskett. <laughs> He's pointing at himself. And this is um This is the this is the weird thing. I went and saw it by myself, which is always oh, a good sign. Fuck. fuck. So brutal. Such a long movie to be by yourself for. Because well. I just wanted to see it first night, so I couldn't be affected by the internet mm. and well, we were excited for it at that point. Well yeah, I just like to see things on the first night because I don't want not that I don't care about people. I just don't want spoilers. I'm the same. I'm a, I'm a Thursday night guy for movies. Yeah. Always. So, um, I went and saw... I didn't have anyone to go see it with. So, I just went and saw it by myself. And um, it sounds... That came out very sad. But I, I don't mind going to the movies. I went to the movies by myself today. And um, that's what happens when your wife lives on the other side of the planet. <laughs> Shout out to Jackie. <laughs> yeah. She is my hey fam. Aw. Legally. And... Um, as the movie went on, I started looking around at who I can make friends with <laughs> to, like, totally shit on this movie. Like, the bit when the Lex Luthor had, um, you know, done some illustrator work and done logos Fucking for yeah. all these uh, little projects. I, was oh. fully just, I fully just looked around. I just went, 
what the fuck? <laughs> and just looked around to see if anyone else was hating this as much as me. And there was, yeah. there was just a few twists, like the Martha thing. Um, you know, obviously just seeing the... How did they do the Batman origin story again? Yeah. And not change it one and bit. And then flashback, they kept going back to it. Yeah. And it was like, am I flashing back to another Batman film that I've seen? And um, so when the credits came up, there was these two dudes behind me and they were sort of like 20 something and one of them had a Superman t-shirt on and I didn't want to ruin it for them like by saying, hey, you guys, what's up with this piece of shit we just paid to see? I just sit, turn around and go, hey, you guys, you look like you're into like, you know, comic books and stuff and they're like, yeah, and I'm like, what'd you make of that? And they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'm i pretty sure it wasn't that good and I'm like, oh yeah, it was <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Can I buy you guys a beer? <laughs> and we fully like the whole credits, pretty much recorded a reaction podcast. That's awesome. And um, we were we were actually speechless. Like, well, I, I started booing when the movie. We finished. were supposed to record afterwards we were, too. We were, we were, we were going to go sink a hundred beers, record this a podcast about. This and and we were, I looked over at Angus after I booed, and Angus was just like was white, white as a ghost. <laughs> He was white as a as a comedy <laughs> podcast host. I was um, white as Bruce Wayne's dead ass parents, <laughs> uh, and and just speechless. He was just like, I don't, I, I couldn't process what he'd just seen. I'm like, I have to go home. I literally said, like, yeah. I can't come out. The only time I enjoyed the film was when Wonder Woman was on the screen because I was just like, she's so pretty, <laughs> and it was soothing. It was like, ah, oh, pretty Wonder Woman. You're right about. It. I think I that really I, soothing. Uh, uh, junkie XL music in the background every time she comes <laughs> oh, on yeah. too. <laughs> um, a word that I couldn't formulate because I lost the ability to, you know, think properly after saying it was oppressive, and that's what you just Absolutely. said. Then. And no, it was like, it was oppressive. It was like we were getting dragged through the mud for someone else's weird hang-ups, but in a, the form of a two and a half hour film, we were forced to endure this guy's pain. For yeah. Some now, fast forward, I don't know, about a month, I guess, a bit over a month. Just mm-hmm. yeah, and I was. Very um, thankful to um, be a high-profile nerd oh. to be invited by the Disney Corporation. Hey, to the, same as us. To their I little, mean, um, hey, well, this is just a, an Olympics of people that <laughs> of dumb cut into <laughs> unreal things. <laughs> yeah. And um, so... Hey, listen, I, their six-figure salary, man, while you're listening to this. You're not getting invited to Civil War premieres. That's on right. On a Wednesday night. That's right. So we went on um, to IMAX in Melbourne on Wednesday night and I was... I had... had I, I can't go into the reasons why my day was not good. I, I'm pretty sure you both know why. Yeah. But um, oh, I mate, I sent you a screener of Batman vs Superman, <laughs> and I said, <laughs> "I said this is Rogue One. Watch alone." <laughs> yeah, and and and, and just a, it was just some light podcast disappointment yeah. for everyone at home. Zack Snyder was announced for episode nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was one of my um, tweets after after Batman vs Superman. Yeah. And it was Batman versus Superman is a reminder how lucky Star Wars fans are. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Um, I'm knocking on wood, and I'm not even superstitious. <laughs> so I had a like a pretty a kick to the gut sort of morning, and so I was going to this film, and I was sort of like I was I was happy because I got to see some like friends I really appreciate their company, like Captain America and I am Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> They're my friends too, man. And. Where Batman vs. Superman was oppressive, this was just so fun. All I could think was, mm. this is so, f- everything happening in this film is fun. I am like, it, sure, it's confusing that I don't know whether to clap, gasp, or laugh, but I'll fit them all in. Yeah. I'll do them all at once. 
and it was just it was just the best fun. Yeah. And I don't have any attachment. Like, obviously, I've followed, I've seen all the films, mm. so I know, like, I know the Marvel universe backstories of them. And I, I kind of also always think that I've got an advantage over hardcore comic book people because I only read um, Star Wars comics, and whew, that's shortening my life. That's a can of worms. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about. Yeah, tonight, and. Um, so I don't have any of that thing of like that didn't happen in the comics, or they, or, or like a character's getting depicted a wrong way, or they're like a different, you sure, know, yep. you know, like nationality or whatever, any of that stuff. So I just, I'm just in the Marvel that the film universe, and so I followed all the characters, and the way they all like that fight at the um, airport and I watched it again I went and saw it today so I could be like recharged and I couldn't because I knew it was fun to watch it knowing you know like what was going to come and and, and seeing the hints of all this like how they laid out perfectly the plot Mm. and it sort of makes things that happen make a bit more sense you know because you know what they're hinting at absolutely and they did some really good like breadcrumb trails and you guys have both seen it today so Yeah. yeah feel free to mention them because I haven't seen it again. <laughs> and there is so much good stuff before that airport scene. Oh, so much. Like, I was in the cinema and people were having a pretty good time. And I've got to talk about the people in the cinema. We'll talk about that. <laughs> it was very fucking different crowd-wise for me. Like, today... I mean, obviously, when you see something on opening night, everyone is there because they cannot wait for this goddamn Spirits movie. Spirits are high. Like, when we went to Deadpool premiere, like, it was Or even, so even you know, like, Force Awakens premiere. Oh, yeah. Um, like, everyone. everyone... Like, you know, we were... Cl- I cheered a few times in, in, um, on when we saw it on Wednesday. Mm. Laughing. I was, like... I was such a... Like, a stereotypical, like, fanboy. Like, you should... If, if someone filmed my reactions, I was just like... <laughs> the whole time through, just so glee- gleeful. And you and, and I, like... I was watching it. Squeeze each oh, other no, in parts. like, so like, stoked. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got quite quite a distinct salacious crumb style cackle. <laughs> and I did see someone in Ma- at the Melbourne Prem that said... Oh, is that an industry term? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> of all the fucking podcasts to hang... All the crap you guys go on about, all your little acronyms and your... Your heats. I just winked at you too, Phil. This is oh, as you said that to make it even worse. Fuck me. And I say prem. <laughs> fuck. No, it's just no one's safe. And um, and they did say, oh, I halfway th- or you know, it's pretty soon into the film. I realised you were there. <laughs> and halfway through the film, I pretty much realised you really like this film because I was laughing my ass off and I I also laugh when amazing things happen like I realised I laughed at both times when um, at the start when they're in that country trying to stop um, what was that guy's name Crossbones Crossbones yeah and um, Cap there's a guy I think on top of a van and Cap I think he puts his shield in front of his feet and does a double kick and oh, kicks a dude so to the wall. Good. Yeah. And every time I'm like, it's not funny, but I'm like, because <laughs> it's a, like it's it's one of the first things Cap does, isn't it? When he gets yeah. there, they get to the the center. He also of... kicks a car into someone. That's oh, I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's sick. what I'm like, thinking yeah, of yeah. when he just goes Poof, and the and car goes. And there's one Cap scene. I think it's yeah. It's once he gets inside that that um that place mm. the the. 
the Center for Fucking Infectious Biological Diseases. Biological Diseases, diseases yeah. yeah. And, um, Infectious Diseases, that's yeah. right. He... He does a snooker shot. He's yes. snookered. Yeah. And he and he rebounds his shield off something into the dude's head. It's amazing. That's very funny. It's like while well, he's got his back to like a column or something. Yeah. Like, but, that's, yeah. but that's exactly every cap, cap, great Cap comic. He does that. He takes down a bad guy by like, you know, you see the shield go bounce, 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 bounce. And they've never, never done it as well as they've done it in this movie. And like I was saying like, because I went there with my, my wife today, who's probably at the, the same level of Marvel fandom as you are, seen all the movies. We watch the TV shows as well. She's read the old comic that I've um, uh, you know, gotten her to read, but you know, she loves the movies. And, and it was different. We were saying afterwards, like, I feel like the strongest thing about this movie is that like, name any character that you've seen in these Marvel movies. I would say maybe, maybe not Iron Man, but every other character, my favorite moment from them in the, all of the Marvel movies is from this movie, I think. My favorite Cap moment, favorite like Black Widow moment. Yeah. Her fight scenes are so spectacular. She's amazing in it. She like, kicks so much dick in it. It's yeah, great. It's the best. The, um, I, I, my big fear with um, Black Widow is, have you guys ever seen the movie Rad? It's like an old BMX movie. <laughs> no. It's, 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 it's <laughs> I a, fucking wish I had. I oh, know. It's, it's like one of the best films. What vintage are we talking? Like 87 sure. or something. Yeah. And, um, Peak BMX movie. Mm. Well, it's the, this film has been made about almost every action sport where sure. it's like lo- tournament comes to local boys' town. Is it like um, what's what's the rollerblade one? The year? I wouldn't know about the rollerblade one. Though. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, there's one. I know there's one for every sport. But um, and it's got a soundtrack. It was between when this film was released, and uh, it, in some countries it's called Hell Track, and then some. Some countries called Rad. Like two great names. Normally, when they have the alternate t- country titles, one's a bit ordinary. But like, I'll take Rad. They, all, or they Hell also Track. sound like shitty X Men names. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Hell tracks the race, and then Rad's just how, that, state that, of mind. That, that's a description of the race. <laughs> but um, still, Saunders reviews eight years old. <laughs> Rad. <laughs> and um, it's and, and I, this is just a, a sidebar, but it was in the period. You know how John Farnham was like super famous in the seventies, like Sadie the Cleaning Lady, mm. yep. and then he came back as the vo- you know, Whispering Jack. Mm. Yeah. Well, this was in those dark years, and he wow. did the whole soundtrack. Like wow. sang like fucking just killing it with power <laughs> ballads. Like the soundtrack is the shit, right? It's super good with Farn- John Farnham destroys. And then when he got super famous again, because that was my knowledge i was like this is the dude number one album in the it's country the rad the, guy there's john from rad yeah, <laughs> whispering rad i always wondered why they didn't cash in and like songs from rad by john farner well you know he, he loves coming back for one more time i reckon you could you've, you've got a couple of connects i reckon you could you're, you're a couple of degrees away from farner i reckon you could do a live experience i'm a young glenn wheatley and so this is why the black widow thing is there's um, Laura, Laurie Lachlan, the chick from Full House. Yep. 80s hot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? She's... The, Uncle Jesse's wife. Yeah. So yep. she's a pro BMXer in this movie, right? That comes in and um, falls in love with uh, Crew Jones. Spoiler alert. And the guy's name was Crew Jones. C-R-U. Yeah. Sounds like a, a team. <laughs> <laughs> and during her bits they, they there's this scene this is hard you guys are going to want to watch this right they have like before the big race they have a dance like a <sighs> you know like a like a blue like, like disco a social sort of thing. thing like get to know your uh... 
competitors, dare I say. Yeah, because it comes this little town, so all the town's excited. Mm. BMX takes over the town. And so they have this dance. And um, Crew Jones and Laurie Lachlan, they ride out and have a dance on their bikes while doing freestyle tricks to... Fancy. No, to actually <laughs> a, a rare other song, Send Me an Angel. Wow. Send me what a an moment. angel. But this is the thing that worries me. This is what brings it back to Captain America is there is scenes when Laurie is on the bike where it's clearly a small frame dude riding the BMX, sure, doing sure. the tricks for her with a sure. wig on. So when um, uh, Scarlett Johansson's running through scenes and kicking people, I'm just like, God, I hope I'm not perving on a little dude's ass. So it's like, I was really, like, I was like, because she's smoking hot, right? And I respect her as an actress, but she's also smoking hot. And so, they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? The way they're sticking the cameras in certain angles. I think the, the Russo brothers know what they're doing. It's the corporation. They've got me. And um, so that was a big concern for me. But um, hey, look, a hot ass is a hot ass. I've always said that. True that. <laughs> but yeah, it was so like it was so funny, like in the right bubble popping moments. Like the bit where um Ant Man what's his name? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. It's been a long day. Why is Paul Rudd I was looking at this when I was in the line to go in today. He's not on the mm. top cast. Ant Man's Well, he's kind of not really in the top cast as far as like, I, I, Jeremy Renner isn't either, right? Yeah, he is. He is? Oh, yeah. Right, shit. Yep. I guess because, like, they've done the... Like, he's only been in one other film. But he's he's in the cutout. Oh, weird. Yeah, you're right. Ant-Man's standing there in the gear, isn't he? No, 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 oh, no, no. It off? No, it's so cool. He's tiny on oh. Captain America's shield. Sick. But you know how they've got that massive, like, 15-foot-wide yeah. 3D cutout? With all the heads facing each other, that one? Well, they're not... They're sort of half-bodies. Yeah, yeah. They're quite big. And, um, yeah, he's on there. But I just oh. noticed... There's, like... That's weird. 10, 12 names, and he wasn't on there. That's what happens when you go to the cinema. But also Spider-Man... look not around on. for yeah, something to... Love the cinema. I understand why Spider-Man's not there, but I don't know if his name's not on there or not, because I don't it's know his name. A Tom Holland, it's, it's not a, on there. Oh, okay. And Tom Holland at the very in the credits. In the credits, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Now, I don't know if that's because it's a Sony thing with Disney, or they were like, let's not spoil it now, or... It's spoiled. But yeah. They sp- I, yeah, they spoiled it that, when the trailer the, came the, out. My one... Cre- I, I think it's... I, I listen to... I'm a podcast junkie. Again, because I live by myself, so I can just, <laughs> me and the cat, you know, listen to podcasts. And weirdly, my cat does not mind noise when he sleeps. That's nice. Like, he'll sleep, like, like I, I at first thought I'd have to put in headphones so he wouldn't run off, but he just sits there and listens. He loves his Hey Fam. <laughs> Cats love Hey Fam. <laughs> this one does. It watches it every single a, episode. <laughs> live studio audience here. One cat. One cat. And, um... The, my one and so I listened to a bunch and one of the podcasts and, and these guys are my friends they they sort of had some things they'd change right and about Civil War yeah sure. and it was just making me so angry it was like <laughs> no do you know like out of all the films ever made how perfect this is in comparison to Absolutely. most ever other film yeah for, for the amount of things they have to juggle and set up because it still sets up stuff for the future Marvel movies but it does it, it in does a way that's so classy that other ones absolutely. just need it like I think Marvel 80% of the time get that really right oh yeah and I just would preface if people are listening to this that listen to my other podcast they might, it's not the weekly planet everyone 
they did a, a great review. So I just want to... It's, it's another podcast. We won't say their name yet. Maybe later we will. But um, my one criticism of the entire film, and it was a criticism of The Force Awakens as well, and that is... Editing the trailer lines into a different different order. order. Now they're different takes sometimes as well, you know, like because they've got to get a trailer out earlier, and then they've got to kind of, you know, maybe the scene will play that way. How many different takes does a CGI character get? As many as it needs. Oh, I think it's one. <laughs> and I, that, Actually, but- you're right. I was wondering why I didn't say "Hey, you guys" when he landed straight away. Yeah. Did and- he salute first, or? Yeah, he talked for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just find that rips you out of. Because you're like, it's this line. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. sweet line. It's a new trend, isn't it? I, I just don't think there's been films that I care enough about to notice it. I'm, I'm sure it happens all the time. And I, um, um, like Julian that edited um, The Force Awakens, like he said, it's, you know, it sort of gets, you know, the footage gets sent and like it's sort of Marketing like a will look at department it sort of thing. And it's a very common thing. And They're I was, like, that's the line. That's and the I'm line like, people like, need. But what about me, man? <laughs> I'm used to those lines. That is like that. Like the one of the most classic lines out of the Force Awakens, which is, um, "It's true, all of it." Yeah. Like in ten years, and you quote that. That's not a, no. You fucked up the quote, dude. That's not how it's said in the movie. Like it was an iconic trailer yeah. quote. That's really weird that that line didn't remain the same from that trailer because we had that trailer for months before we. We're all waiting for that scene. And I. I've seen people because I've I've complained about this on my podcast, <laughs> and so people have recut it for me. <laughs> and the and you can recut it and say all the same thing. You can say it's true, all of it. The Jedi, the fall. Like you can just put that at the end. It could have, yeah. I mean, in the trailer, you do you see him say it all, don't you? Or you hear it's true in the trailer, and then it cuts to him saying all of it. It's true. I I can't remember if there's a cut. It probably is. That's probably why they just got rid of the Jedi. But um. Yeah, it, it bugs me. And I like It's True, All of It is a more succinct thing. Oh, it's and, beautiful. Um, it's a nuanced and, he, and, and here's a fun game for people at home. <laughs> Type in it's true, all of it dot com. See what happens. Ooh. Viral. Mm. I think like... It's uh, very bad robot of you. I know they're into their ARGs. For you, for you to be angry, imagine how much angrier like the directors of these movies are to hear the lines or the, or, or the writers as well. Oh, yeah. Hear their, their, their dialogue chopped up. I'd be interested to find that out. Because it's it, definitely it, it, it different. Is, it is definitely a goal of mine to find that out. All right, I look forward to uh, this. Look, this I think work. you keep saying joy, uh, fun. I just think what, what Civil War did so well, it never once forgot its roots in that it's a comic book. Um, like, you know, the other one that which should not be remained, it's just, there's nothing joy. Like, when I think of picking up a comic book, yeah, you're like, I, I, you know, I love heavy issues of comics or... You know, serious issues. Dare I say, shout out to serious issues. <laughs> great podcast, uh, Life podcast. Size. But it never like a great po- comic takes me away. There's some beats, there's some laughs, there's some great visuals, and it's tied together really well. And that Civil War does all those things, and it just get, never it forgot get, its roots. It also gets fucking dark too. Like, but it, it, but dark for not, not dark in the sense that I'm going to put a gun next to your mother's chin while her necklace breaks in the first yeah. thirty seconds of a movie. Dark, dark. <laughs> that's like. Eight years of characters we've seen on screen simmer. Could you imagine taking a fucking kid to that film? Oh, that'd be devastated. 
He'd end up being a vigilante. Well, imagine the kid dressed up in his Superman underoos or the in little Batman. Oh, I love Batman and Superman just sitting there going, why is he floating in a tomb? <laughs> why is he dead now? Why does he keep falling asleep and having dreams? Yeah. It's all Batman did in that movie. He's fucking narcoleptic. He just sleeps all the time and wakes up scared. Why, why is Batman upset about his sweet 3D television with the flash oh. or whatever the fuck that was coming through oh, for no stop reason? It, stop but it. Anyway, back to the fun, back to the joy of Civil War. Yeah, just War. never forgot it was a comic. I thought it's root were in comics and you know as I said I only read the, the <laughs> Star Wars comics but there's so many frames in that film where you could pause it and go oh it's a sweet splash page yeah mm. like, like where they're running at each other like at the airport you're yeah like, well that's a great one and there's one where they're kind of got they've both got both teams lined up standing there and like Spider-Man jumps down and then towards the end of the film there's just uh, it almost turns into a painting of Iron Man shooting his hands at Captain Shield in between those two yep. sort of bulkheads. Then it cuts yep. away as they're doing that. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's they just hold it there and it's just like... It always looks like concept art brought to life. Like, like it looks like down the bottom it should have a little Hildebrandt like oh, totally. signature or something like oh. that. The artist like that painted that for him. I collected Definitely. the whole set yeah. of the Hildebrandt marble cards in the 90s. Such a good set of cards. Just like It's pretty much that. It's just a series of like iconic shots. Yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. Like the best pose of Wolverine ever. But, as I said, I had a pretty shitty day and I was I was just invigorated and energized and you know, when I knew that you'd seen it, um, Levens, I was just like like so keen to text you yeah, and yeah. then like like I just walked out and I there was like I knew maybe like twenty people afterwards that were there and it was just like everyone was just so happy and just buzzed up and like, you know, IMAX is pretty expensive. It's 35 bucks. We got to go for free. But it was like 35 bucks of joy. It was worth... Oh, the, absolutely. Like, like my, it, it, it changed my week. Like, it, it, it changed the direction of my week as far as, like, just rev me back up. And Put was that pull like, quote on a poster. Like, that's great. That, that's testament there of a, <laughs> of a job well done, Russo Brothers. Like, that's yeah. changed your week. I mean, so come on. What was the audience like that you're showing this afternoon? Sunday afternoon, a couple oh, of days after the uh, so premiere. I'm from Melbourne, right? And I really? went to IMAX Sydney. Now, I don't know much about Sydney. I saw there was a few streets blocked off. There's a lot of construction. Yes. Right. Um, they're pedestrianising George Street. They're going to be we're, just, like we're, a, we're, we're building more IMAXs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Because from what I can work out from seeing the construction in the city yeah. and then going to the movies is... Sydney's running out of places that people can have conversations. So, they need to pay $35. Oh, sure. To have these chats somewhere. Fuck And, like, me. a small screen won't do... Like, a regular Cineplex won't do well. You, you need like, an eight-story... This story. film is so good. What more do they have to fucking do for you to shut the fuck up and watch the fucking heroes fight? Are you um, serious? These two chicks... <laughs> Just behind me, two seats over. I gave him a few glares. I gave him a like, yeah, shut the fuck up. Like, and I have to do it in a tone that doesn't then, I'm the worst person. Yeah. Fuck, man. As soon as those credits rolled, glasses off, stood up and I go, I'm like, do you fucking talk through the <laughs> fucking every film you go to? Fucking stay home. Fuck wow. off. Wow. And I also wanted to scare him off so they didn't get to see the cut scenes and they left. 
So, oh, so you ruined them. Dude, it's great. The movie ended today, and I was like, man, heroes are the best. I want to be a hero. And then I saw um, like some families getting up after the first post credit scene. And I was like, guys, guys, don't go. There's another Aww. scene. And they're like, another one? This is what, there's another one. There's another one. And they watched it and they were like, thanks so much for telling us not to leave. I'm like, hey, man, you're welcome. I told the people next to me, <laughs> I said, there's another cut scene. And they go, the chick's like, who's there? <laughs> but like, they waited for that cut, the first cut scene. Yeah. And she, and I, and she goes, are you there? You sure? And I'm like, like I gave him a look of like, don't you know who I am? Like, <laughs> guys, and I, I just I'm, said, I'm the I'm the guy that just yelled and swore at two girls <laughs> Did you behind. Not see you. me make thirteen year olds cry? <laughs> no, they weren't fucking thirteen. Really? They, they were like, fourteen. They bro. were like twenties. <laughs> no, they talked through the whole now, thing. Let me get this: Were they talking about the film? Were they ecstatic fans? Were they like, oh, Hawkeye is cute? Or was it more just like, oh, did you I see Darren last night at the party? I don't know what they were saying, but they wouldn't stop saying. That's it. rude. I have a yeah. I, I'm too passive though. I do a few stares oh, and then. Oh, see, that's why you need anger issues, man. <laughs> like <laughs> my my podcast that mentions the word issues is really different to yours. <laughs> <laughs> um. And so the couple next to me, I said, oh, hey, there's another cut scene if you want to hang out. And she's like, who's there? And I'm like, oh, you sure there's another one? And I'm like, trust me. They watch the cut scene. They get up and leave. No, thank you. Bullshit. That's this guy a, was crowned mayor of wherever he saw that's it, basically. The of, that's the sort of shit that turns good people bad. <laughs> Are you? Do you want to direct a Batman movie? Because I've got, I got just the guy you should meet. <laughs> Fuck, how good is that? Next time anyone goes on like an angry round, I'll be like, I'll go direct a Batman movie. <laughs> Zack Snyder's looking sleepy. <laughs> Can you just show the Wayne parents murder again, but maybe just heaps longer and heaps slower and just more... So the, the, more exit wounds. But I have to say, this is just a total thing to people going to movies today. You're a bunch of cunts. <laughs> the people... With anyone that, like, that goes to a movie or... Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> they... The reaction to the movie today, like it was packed. Mm. It's like Sunday, sold three out. o'clock. Perfect. Not sold out. There was, there was a few. There was a, the front row was like empty, but it was, it was like you know, if you looked at the IMAX map, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get a shitty seat. Mm-hmm. Like, although I don't really think there's shitty seats at IMAX, but um, just not much reaction. That was the same thing as me. Like the, like the, the I, I I think my my cinema was sold out. Um, in the in the burbs, and it was I, I saw a two D session this is time. It, this is like a conversation at comedy festival. How was, how was, how was yours tonight? <laughs> oh, we had one row empty. Oh, mine was sold out. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Mate. I was fuck at IMAX. Off, I was at IMAX. More seats, mate. More seats. More expensive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no no laughs for at least the first hour. Um, it, what, it, what, people didn't really start laughing until like, Spider Man showed up. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he's a kid. That's hilarious. But it's just like, are we? So jaded or... No, I think, you know, like the, the people that love this shit see it on that first night. And mm. then you... I don't know. I feel like you... It's an activity of family. Oh, so I fucked it by not going back on Thursday. Because I, I want it... You want, you want I, to... Rec- I went yeah. to it today to rev up for this, but I also... Because the, the screening I went to, it was pretty mellow. Like really? my crew were like... We were all whooping and hollering. Mm. But it wasn't like... I'm not sure if the Sydney one was different, but there was no, like the promo, the special promo-ness of this advanced screening was, mm. guys, they set up a trestle table 
<laughs> where they marked off names. Oh, well, look, you're going to hate this because we walked in on each seat, leather, mind you, with like high headrest. There great, was great cinema. Fuck. Oh, great cinema. There was um, what would you describe it as? Like a, a almost like a Manila folder. Yeah, like a black Manila Captain folder. America Civil War on it with comics, like not key comics, as I like joke. Four, four comics written by an okay writer, but four four cap cap based comics. And a um, red tote bag issues. for that as well, with Marvel written on it, like branded tote bag. And this was free, with free booze. Free booze. Um, then there was a big kind of... Free uh, popcorn, free booze. A, a big... Uh, yeah, Dodge Street Huge cutout. You could put it, your man. own smartphone in. They had tripods so you could go get your selfie with like characters and stuff in a huge yeah. cardboard cutout. Like team, hashtag Team Cap or yeah. hashtag oh, Team Iron Man. Oh, you had the sweet one. Yeah, it was good. Like It sounds like that was more when I went to the Star Wars Disney premiere. And they it had, is that one with that walkthrough with the droid thing. It was similar to that vibe. Yeah, well, in Melbourne they had the um, for the Star Wars premiere in Melbourne they had like crazy tunnels and they had all the free beer, like tons of fucking free beer. Oh, like like waiters going around and Ooh. shit. And um, um, what else they had? They had a Michael Klim. A real Michael Was it another uh, Cardboard cutout We could go Team Klim <laughs> Just getting that Civil War uh... um, Well he has split From his wife recently So what's her name We could have Team Her And Team Klim And you have to Kind of pick This concludes The swimming news update <laughs> Section of Bayfair I'm just work- testing Some new stuff For my own offshoot You've got serious issues I think you're getting In the pool game It's called The Deep End With Angus Chaston <laughs> It's me Instant we're, subscriber We're talking chlorine levels <laughs> We're talking best public pools We're talking worst shit you found in a pool It's great It's got, it's got legs for three episodes You should um, like, Write that down You should someone. post up little highlights on YouTube And call it Dipping the Toe In Oh, perfect And then, and then once it gets way too successful You can do uh, like a junior one called Floaties like, Or doggy paddle Or doggy paddle And then an adult but only doggy, doggy, doggy style po- Doggy poddle because oh. it's a podcast. Oh, and the after show can be called Smashing the Piano. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, we can do a live, like, broadcast from a pool or something. Sounds great. Underwater. Yeah. Wet and wild. <laughs> Wet and wild. We all go to Gold Coast. It's number one. Sorry, patron, the new Patreon. Hey, Angus, if you keep going with this riff, I'm going to bring up Aquaman. <laughs> oh, that's great. Actually, no, let's speak about that later. Because have you heard? Because we're praising Civil War. And have you heard the, the good news coming out of Warner Brothers and... DC this week So the second Flash director Just walked off Whoa fuck And uh, Justin Lin Who did Fast 7 And was like After Batman vs Superman Made quite a few Public announcements That Aquaman Was going to be A very different Type of movie To Batman v Superman Which meant We probably would have Smiled in it I guess Um, He is heavily rumoured I don't know This was a couple Hours ago So it might have Changed since then But to have left The project as well Crazy So basically They're too big Because they asked Um the Flash was going to be Miller and Lord, who were doing the untitled Han Solo film. They left. They didn't leave. They declined to do Solo. Um, and the second guy just left. And now Justin Lin's leaving. So it's like... Who declined to do Han Solo? No, no, no. It declined to do the Solo Flash movie. Oh, okay. A very confusing choice of words, Angus. No, sorry. Yeah, sorry. I forget. When I meant Solo, I meant Han Solo. So they said, no, we're not going to do The Flash. We're going to do Han Solo. Okay. That's the Lego movie, dude, Jeff. Yep. Okay. Uh, Miller and Lord, Chris... Miller and Phil Lord. They're and also doing an animated Spider-Man movie. Yeah, they're doing a car- an animated Spidey. But uh, just, yeah, so it sounds like, uh, you know, while well, Marvel's all... Eat shit, DC. Fuck yeah, off, it's just seriously. like, <laughs> you're fucked up. Um, and now you're good director. Like, Justin Lin's a fine action director. Well, one of the craziest things um, that I feel like a lot of fan sites and, and like, places like IGN, I feel like the score for Civil War that, that people are giving is 
lowered a little bit because of the reaction of angry fanboys that think Marvel have paid people yep. off to give Batman v Superman a bad review. Oh, have have uh, you guys uh, seen the DC vs. Marvel like comment wars? Like the toxic, it's fucking ridiculous. It's amazing. There's so much the, vitriol. It's incredible. The Weekly Planet guys get conspiracy theory texts. I mean, like emails and shit that they're paid by Marvel. To yeah, lock, like and isn't that sad? It's just like. No, it's just a better movie. Like you don't yeah. have, you don't have to it, go big. In every just... single way, it is a better movie. Yeah, like, and it's a better film. Like Marvel films, are and people are like you know, oh, but you know, we don't want the funny light. No, I tell you, I, I tell you why. Batman versus Superman. The one thing it's got over Marvel, over Captain America, and What's this that? goes back to my one criticism of Captain America. Batman versus Superman is very true to the trailer. Because <laughs> the trailer is like a summary. grim. The whole fucking thing. The trailer was like some like dumbass fan tried to like make their own cut of the movie. You know when like, they like... Th- and they did it real bad with bad music choices that didn't suit the tone. Yeah. Like, it's like a kid's just got um, Final Cut Pro for the first time. It's like when three trailers are out for a movie. It's like, here's what we think the movie is in order. And yeah, yeah that was that last trailer. Which it was seemed like, like a really... Because I, I had friends that made remixes of Star Wars trailers and stuff. Sure. And literally and I know this is what I'm fucking known for on this show but brought me to tears <laughs> like oh I think I know the one yeah like the Nick Skywalk ones they're, they're just beautiful um, tributes to the films but um, the reaction this got in the theatre today again you don't deserve to go see such a good film the greatest Star Wars reference. Oh, oh got time. nothing. Thank you. Nothing. Got nothing. Yeah, yeah. We lost it. We I, started, lost I think it. I started squealing. I started clapping. Yeah. I was, yeah, yeah. Was... I started just like making a noise I've never known I've made before. I was like, well, here's my favorite comic book character talking about my favorite movie and they're all owned by the same company. Thank you, Disney. Like I was just going, the maths was crazy. I was like, yeah. this is great. I'm like, this is what I want. I, I leaned over to James who was sitting next to me and we were watching it and after that bit and I just went... It's fucking one of the greatest things that <laughs> mankind's ever produced. You know, I want to go up and hug you right now. I'm like tingling. Yeah, yeah. My spidey sense is literally going off. I want but to hug. When it, the way they foreshadow it and like they really, like it takes Dude, like about it was 10 so seconds for the reference. Watching, it was so much fun watching the, that airport battle again because you see everything get set up. Yeah. Like you see people in the background moving towards things and it's so well choreographed. It's great. Yeah. And you do know, which is a really hard thing as an editor to do is you kind of do know where all those characters are all the time. Like mm, you're not, absolutely. I've said it a few times on the pod, but I find Mad Max Fury Road did that well. Like that's this, that's, I mean, it won best editing Oscars. So it's like proof of that. Like you never didn't know where every key player was in frantic scenes. And that's like, that's the sign of an amazing editing job. And I find the two funniest characters, the Paul Rudd's Ant-Man and Spider-Man, they are so good because they're us mm. and they're acting like us if we met Captain America. Freaking like, out. Paul like- Rudd, I was like, fuck, dude, I'd give you the sweetest hand job. <laughs> uh, after that scene with Captain America, I was right, like... So, so you're worried about looking at a potentially male Black Widow butt. But, <laughs> but as soon as you see Paul Rudd doing the Paul Rudd game... He you earned wanna... it, man. He earned it. And, um, you know, he'd just woken up, so he probably could do a bit of a spark. But that the way he, he, he like, just 
ran those lines and and oh, like, yeah, look back, look back. Amazing, when he right? looks like, back at Scarlet Witch and, and goes, says, "You're great too." Yeah, yeah. I know you too. Oh. You're great. I know yeah. you. <laughs> You're great too. Yeah, yeah. so great. And then so Spider-Man's commentary over the oh. whole like go go like he's getting the shit kicked out of him by Winter Soldier. He's like. Are you got a medal? Oh, that's fucking cool! That's awesome, yeah. yeah. No, he's so a, it, was, it was just... Spider-Man is joyous. Like, you know, he's got tragedy as well, but, you know. Oh, and you see him, he gets choked up when he's trying to explain, explain to how he became he Spider-Man it. and why he continues. So well done, man. Yeah, that's it. And that's his origin story. Like, we don't need to see it again. And that's what's going to be great. Like, mm, they've so done great. it. And it's just him going, We don't even oh. get a Black Panther origin story. You just kind of, you know, it's just... You don't just, need it, one. You there. know, he's from a line of warriors. They say it in this film. And it's he's inherited Are you excited for seeing more Black Panther yeah, in the future I, after I, that? I, I, when, you know when they, they show those, um, so, like, those screens with, like... You know, here's the next fucking yep, the, millennium. The of, titles of all yeah. the films, yeah. And it's sort of like because I don't read the comics or anything like that. Mm. I'm just like, oh, huh? Panther, who gives a fuck? <laughs> but yeah, he was a good character, and I liked his change of heart towards the end. Be- beautiful. I, so I respect good. him as a man. Yeah, and definitely. a Panther. I mean, he was kind of like had red eyes, full of you know murderous revenge, and then at the end was like, no. Yeah. We, have, we haven't given a spoiler warning yet. So. Oh, well, seriously, if, you, if you're listening in order like you should do... It's you, your fault. It's out. Oh, it's been out for three days, and if you're listening to a pop culture podcast about comic fucking books and Star Wars... Everyone, you, everyone should see this movie. I told my dad he's going to go see it. My like, dad saw it the next day. He texted an emoji five stars. So good. He's like, Civil War, five but stars, best fight ever. Everyone that appreciates a good film should go see it and all you like weekend warriors should fuck off right. go to the mall download the deep end with Angus Truscott we'll go for a swim together so Steel can go see a movie in peace Steel Snyder can go see a movie in peace um, go, go listen to the deep end with some lead shoes on yeah. Ooh, dark marketing I like it um, so here's a funny thing that I noticed um if you haven't seen all of the Marvel movies, it's a great setup to any stand-up comedy routine. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I'm about to. I'm, I'm thinking about getting in the game. I appreciate that. Um, you know any towns with month-long festivals that'll have him? It's not necessarily funny. It's just like an interesting thing that I noticed. So if if you haven't if you've been selective with the uh, the Marvel movies that you've seen, if you've yep. only seen like the Avengers, the first Iron Man movie, mm-hmm. a Thor, and maybe a Cap movie, um, when at the end of it, when um, Captain America jams his shield into Tony's core core you only if you haven't seen Iron Man 3 that scene is so much darker because they leave Iron Man there and and leave he needed that core to live until Iron Man 3 yeah so if you haven't seen Iron Man oh, 3 wow, you're right you think Captain America has left Tony He's Stark like for dead deaded him with a, <laughs> with a shield I had some questions keep talking there were some questions I wanted to ask you guys about some clarifying. Which, which, what are, are they? Gunshots out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is. Uh, yeah, we're in the sticks. Rival podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's the dumb dumb club. <laughs> Savonia. Hey, Tommy. Yeah, Sokovia. Sokovia. Sorry, yeah. was that the place that the land yes. got lifted up? Yeah, it's Age of Ultron. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Why is everyone so fucking bummed? They didn't lift it up. Yeah, oh yeah, but I don't know because they, they, they knocked they knocked a few. I think it's more. I think it was Man of Steel came out. I, I he feel like it's more a reaction to that than, yeah. than it is what Avengers did. I think it's they're do, they're like Marvel are doing their take on what would happen if one of their heroes yeah. did what Superman did in Man of Steel and kind of showing why they're the better company. Yeah, I was sort of just. I, I guess you know, I know you know, unlike these um, fictional characters, I know the inside story on what went on. Oh. But um, 
But you know, Iron Man created Ultron. So if I, had he not done fault. that, it, it, you know, it's his fault. Oh yeah, good. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> also, though, I thought it's also because I don't have an affinity for Age of Ultron at all. I, and maybe I'll watch it think, again. You'll enjoy. I'll watch it. it again. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking like they should mention New York more. Like some of the other bigger things they've done. Like uh, the, yeah. bodying New York was pretty big. I yeah. mean, that's huge. The um. And it's not... I, I, I sort of think that the film is... I, I think if you're criticising it or whatever, I, I, I think you're wasting your time. I, I just think... Like, I agree this, with you. Like, yeah. it's so far above... Like, oh, if you're criticising like, like, it, you go to the movies for the wrong reasons. Like, you, if you're... Like, you're never going to be happy. Yeah. You're, you're never going to be happy with films forever. Yeah, stop going to see popular blockbusters if you didn't like it. There, there was one... And, and I found all their interactions and, and the way they... Why everyone's motivations was like, mm. you know, without you know, I'm, I'm, you know, to be honest, unlike Star Wars, I, like I won't be analyzing this film in a week's time or sure. for the rest of my life, and um, so I've sort of got that. But there was one thing I I, I kind of laugh at is when the um the Secretary of State's there and he's like New York. Satovia, whatever that place is called. Well, that's their like Wonder Woman checking her email scene. Oh no, I found that I found the scene fine, right? Like, I, and and it was you know, and it had the damage and the deaths and stuff. And then it, the next one they show is yeah. The, what was the other one? It's where the start of the film in Lagos. Oh, Lagos. Yeah. By the way, Angus, Lagos is in Nigeria. Ah, there Don't we go. We're trying to figure it out. So. <laughs> But they it's get not a geography La- podcast. That's our other one. <laughs> they get to Lagos, and then it sort of shows the death toll, and then they go to um, the Scarlet Witch's face, and then um, Cap goes, "That's enough," and it's like, "What else? There's nothing. That was it. That's, <laughs> yeah. just, that's the style of the film. That was like, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless <laughs> you've killed an entire city yeah. in your like dream or something like in your sleep last night. That was like the one thing where I was just like going." That's the end of the fucking tape, mate. <laughs> For all we know, Cap just like, you know, went around and just like torched an entire village and was like, fuck, you better not show that. I'm going to get fucked. But, um, it was, yeah, just the way, um, the, the, the airport scene battle, which I think if you took out of the film, it's still a fucking... Absolutely. Piece. There's still great set pieces before that and yeah. even if it skipped that and had the set pieces before the, the the fight at the end with the three, I reckon I'd still go, that was amazing Also, they, they evacuate an entire airport very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Germans great at, you know, getting rid of people really fast. In cars. Yeah, I think... <laughs> well, the, the car park is, is empty when they get there, so well, we're hoping, yeah. maybe no one was there to begin with. Yeah, but also... Um, there's a dude that can shrink and get really big. Yeah. Um, the, and, um, and a kid that uh, and, shoots and, webs. The, um, they're, they're, and, and it's fine. It's, it's a superhero film, but the, the way the, the, the 24 hour recruitment does happen very funny, very quick. And what's the deal? Is there a backstory? Has Tony already made that Spider-Man suit? Has mm. he been watching him and he's made it? I don't think so. I reckon he's got the R&D team. The Robert Downey team, because it was doing a quick. Yeah, I reckon he has. I, I think you can read into it like that. I, I like that. Yeah, I like to think that he's been, you know, he had his eye on this. But he knew the kid was going to say yes as well. Yeah, yeah. I think he knew that, so he was probably already prepared. Yeah, but but if there's like, all you got to do is just drop a, a hot one shot comic where yeah, 
Tony's been watching him and he... Oh, I cannot he, wait to talk about it, the one-shot C-3PO coming with you. And um, I can wait. Um, <laughs> Foreshadowing. And, um, you well, know, well, that, that he's been watching him and he's like, oh, let's, you know, we might need this dude one day. Let's develop some, That could be great. Also, Robert Downey's in Spider-Man. So it could be a scene in that even. It could be a little... Uh, I can't believe that. It's so crazy. It's awesome. Like, it's so insane, though, to think that, like... Like, to give the audience confidence in a movie, you put Iron Man in a Spider-Man movie, not the other way around. Like, Iron Man's the biggest superhero ever now. Well, I think they're really going to be investing. I think, as, you know, Robert Downey's not getting any younger. And oh, he is if you use the technology. Well, yeah, except for movie. the opening scene. He's for his opening scene in Civil War. God, he's handsome. But I'm really thinking they're <laughs> going to so be beautiful. doing... You know, if they want to make how many... Marvel. I'll be making Marvel movies beyond our forever. I can't, like, wait. I I can't wait until we get one a month. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, <laughs> you know, Cap's been the face of it for the last ten years. That mantle's gonna get passed soon. I reckon they're investing everything in Spidey now. They've finally got him. I think they're like, this is the guy. We're gonna have a lot of scenes with a father esque Iron Man, Tony Stark handing down the reins to Spider Man. And this might be weird for you guys, for me to say, but I never got because I never read the comics, but I never knew that they all interacted mm. and they all lived in this same world. That's the best thing about... Yeah. Um, I found... And I love, like... That's what I, I sort of enjoyed, you know, for all the expanded universe in Star Wars' faults. I just... I love that it all did. They tried to keep it a continuous story, whereas... Not that I've ever read one, but um, I know Star Trek books were like... They were just one-shot... Nothing ever affected the other. No incidental yeah. events. See, look, and why? And that you've, you've you've already answered why you didn't know that is because you only saw films, and up until I mean, that was the big deal when all the Marvel films were owned by Disney. Was different film companies would have the rights to, you know, I'll have X Men and Fantastic Four, and Sony would have Spider Man, and they they weren't allowed to cross. So you and weren't think, allowed to I mention think, them. I think like Paramount or something owns Namor. Yes, Paramount owns Namor, who's like. <laughs> In a really bad way of describing it, like Marvel's Aquaman, he's not way cooler. Yeah, oh, okay. But everyone has, to, and that you just couldn't mention them. You weren't allowed to, unless he's like Black Panther's nemesis now. Oh wow! Great. Yeah, but yeah, um, now that we find, I think that was the big deal with Avengers. Yeah, and and as someone that's never read a comic, but through the movies has built up a love for the characters. It it was crazy to watch it again and go, Spider Man's fighting Captain America. It's pretty fucking cool, and their interaction is so like the. The people stories, like the effects are amazing and the fights are amazing, but the people stories are fantastic. Mm. And the way that Captain America respects Spider-Man, you know, his heart. He gives him mm, props absolutely. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Queen's Brooklyn thing is so great. Yeah, yeah but sort of Brooklyn just gives him props of just like, you know, you're just getting started, buddy. Like, you know, you've you got a big future ahead of <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, But you're not winning this one. The fucking end credit, credit scene too, where he's talking about getting punched by a guy from, from called, Brooklyn called, called Steve. Steve. And he's like covering... Oh. He's just in the other guy who he's with. Really big. Yeah, like, yeah so, so good. Great. And like the fact that there was a spider signal in the... You know, like Spider-Man would use that and he's like yeah. sick... Uh, you know, I love the high-tech web shooters. That's sick. We could see like the little reloads and all the stuff. Yeah, like, so cool. All the readouts. So what's up? What's up with that little projector thing? Um, well, you know, in some comics, it wasn't like a bat signal per se where people would call Spider-Man on, but he would use it for dramatic entry, or it was used. Like I think it was like a late '80s, early '90s thing that was inspired. Thing he could shoot. Well, Maybe I, it came I, out I, of his yeah. chest. I doubt it will ever 
be like a plot device in the future. I think it's just a cool thing that they, they added. At the it's end. like a screen because what I could see there were vitals on the side, like it said how many web canisters he had. Oh, so it could okay. be something that he could check, like on a wall. You know what I mean? Like, so let me ask you this: I was, as I think more about comics and stuff, and and the superhero comics and how it's got all these interwoven characters and storylines. Yeah, and also the fact that. It's a comic, so you can just have anything happen. Sure. It's not based on technology, at mm-hmm. like the technology of the time, unlike a movie where you can only do certain things in certain time periods. Mm-hmm. When is the best time period for comics? Oh, God. Like, what you mean, like, as far as, like, what era or... Yeah, just like... I, the I, golden era of when you should read them or... Or just, like, when's, like, the... Like, like when was the best time? I, th- I mean, I, I think now. Like, I love... I think because the the added um, excitement that you get from these characters also being in movies adds so much more weight to like I don't know I feel like the stakes are higher in these books and they've got better creative teams on them now I don't have like a total passion for golden age comics and and that kind of thing what, what's golden age explain. like so wait, golden when, age is like, like I understand it's an era but I don't know golden age the golden era of comics is the introduction of Superman in the 30s and, yep. and that's the golden and the silver age is uh, 50s wasn't it is With- silver is Marvel's introduction mm. bronze age is uh, is like the 80s and then from like the from uh, Frank Miller's uh, year one year one is known as the modern age of comics yeah I don't know what the fuck. And that's like Watchmen Year One, Dark Knight Returns. That's when, like, you know, and it's not true, but it's when popular press will say that's when like comics were for adults. But it wasn't. It was just the kids that read them were now adults and were still buying them. Exactly. Like it's just like no, everyone's you know anyone. What era was that? Eighties, like mid eighties. That's what late 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 eighties to and then and then it became the the crazy nineties. That influenced Burton's Batman. Like that was when like Dark Knight Returns, all that kind of Batman got dark. Because what. I found intriguing as I watched all the Marvel ones and I think maybe it was the first Captain America was the like the oh and in X-Men as well was the interaction with like Nazis and and Mm. real world evils and stuff that it fascinated me that you know, there was a bit of a history like... Well, I mean, Cap was a propaganda to... advice originally, you know. Yeah. It was written to, like, he punched Hitler on covers and, and they kind of have a freeze frame of that in uh, the Cap first Cap movie. So, in Captain America comics, did he get frozen and go into the future? Yeah. So, yeah, when, with, um, when Marvel purchased Captain America, mm. he wasn't always a Marvel property. Oh, okay. Um, there was a big thing because there was Captain Marvel as well. Or... No, that There's was... all kinds of... Me- yeah, like... It, it was it, illegal it, things. Isn't Captain Marvel a girl? Uh, now. now it is, yeah. Okay. But Captain Marvel is also Shazam, who is who is owned by DC. Who the Rock so, is playing, which is <laughs> it's very very confusing. It's a long convoluted story. But uh-huh. Ca- Captain America was like Stan Lee brought him out of the ice after the thing, and, and he joins the Avengers. In, in oh, okay, in cool, Comics. cool, yeah, cool. Yeah. So, so he was been... an older character already. But they, but they, you know, they, they always revisit certain key moments in these characters' history, and they modernize. Them. Oh, okay. So I've got one more question about how you're saying about how it's good that's in the movies. Do the comics interact with the movies? No. Mm-mm. Sometimes a character, there'll, there'll be a retcon on a character and, and they'll be have more similar attributes to an actor that's played them. Like, like Nick Fury is now black. In the One that Marvel. comes to mind too is when the Raimi Spider-Man films were out, Spider-Man and the comics developed biological web shooters as opposed to the, the, the mechanical ones that he but uses. That's in the not comics. a thing anymore. Pardon? No, then it would yeah. switch back after Thanks they fine. decided to get rid of that. But yeah, and, they get, and then in the Spider-Man movie where he wore a black suit, that, which was a from the 80s in the comics they gave him the black suit for like the three months the film was on at cinema so they'll match things up sometimes to appeal to people I guess walking past comics like you say 
that you like the comics now because of the movies. No, I, I think I like I like it because it's um it's just more exciting in general the scene the comic scene those characters are more exciting and there'll there'll be you know multiple different takes on the character at one, you know at one time it'll be in more more teams I think more what you books said about, about some characters it being exciting better creative teams like comics makes they, they, in the last 5 years they've made more money than they have ever and like marvel almost went broke in the 90s yeah, yeah. and like it was a dire time and it's like i think the right people know now comics are more accessible than ever I think, and they're paying, you know, they're obviously getting more money, so therefore they're getting better teams. Yeah, they make more money from everything else. Because the actual selling yeah. of the comics themselves makes the companies fuck all. Really. Yeah, but I think now that they're finally getting, yeah. you know, these other channels of funding, and, um, you know, they're selling more than they did, but still it's nothing to write home about. I think it's just making for a better product all around. Okay, because I think I'd find that frustrating that they were different. Um, um, you have to just get over I mean, that's the thing. That's, that, I, I don't care about the Star Wars canon. And I, in fact, I would much prefer it if the I Star Wars comics... I, I would care about I would care much more about the Star Wars comics if they weren't canon. I, I, if, if they were just like, yeah, this happened in between then, but like, you know, you can believe it if you want to, but you don't have to. And I understand why that's so infuriating, that idea of that to you. But I don't, I don't, I guess as a, a comic fan who's used to things being retconned or used to alternate versions of things like that all the time, like, I just like a good story. Yeah, I like the Star Wars continuity, like and and you know the comics, they're so up and down. But I'll, at its best, it will like add more depth and your understanding of of classic things that happened and interactions. Like the the Darth Vader one is kind of gnarly with some of the characters, but I really like at the moment. There's a uh, like a black metal version of uh you, of you say the wrong thing dude and i'll jump across and i'll kick the shit out of you those those that it, what 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 are you gonna say <laughs> i just i think it's a very hilarious character there's a there's like an evil c-3po fucking droid <laughs> so bad who wants to Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
harvest blood to create robots that run off human blood. It's so out of place in a Star Wars comic. I understand why it. Yeah, I like it too. As a fan of comics and Star Wars, I mean, I like it. So it's way way more comic booky than it is Star Wars. You know, I get get that that would hurt you. So like, this is the thing. (laughs) This is the thing, and it's different for like, you know, Marvel. You know, the Marvel comics. I know, I know, Star Wars Marvel comic, but um, because they've said it's all canon. Yeah, this all links together, and it's like. So my this is my taste test is if this happened in a movie, would it be whack? Well, comics aren't movies. Movies aren't like I think no, but that they've said it's all one thing. Yeah, so this they've could, said could very this well is their be a corporate movie. pitch. Sure. And you know, I know the, you're going to say Akbar Grievous. Let's just talk about that. That that <laughs> that's my Batman versus Superman. Yeah, I know, and you always. I've been wanting to speak about it with you. I I don't know, I, I, I think we're the upbeat. Vader Down series. I'm trying to keep. So I haven't read Vader down yet. Trying to keep the podcast upbeat. <laughs> so, but oh, fans are used to seeing people like have a manic depressing episode about something they love. Don't worry. No, I'm not, I'm, I, this is for me, not for iTunes. <laughs> like no, I'm but, keeping no, no. it upbeat for my spirit. Um, the like just shoot, like I'm very like mathematical and not a very artistic person. So I like, I kind of like rigid rules and stuff. And when that evil R2-D2 somehow TARDISes all these cannons out of him that couldn't possibly fit inside him. (laughs) Actually, I think you Instagrammed this. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's how I became aware of it because you read it before me. And I was like, and it's just like, still loves the Darth Vader series. Why are you doing this to me? Like I'm like, why not just have one? Like, why do you have to be so? Because comics are just so inherently goofy. So I get, yeah. But they've said this thing. I totally get. Do you know what I mean? But also I think totally about Clone it, Wars yeah. and Rebels. If it's all the same, like they don't look like photorealistic characters. Like, yeah, but that's they're different. different. That's they're, they 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 um they obey the laws of physics as well. Yeah, what Steel time saying. and space. Mm, true. <laughs> and that you know, C three PO, you know, like he's. His name's been dragged through the mud enough with the um, uh, Attack of the Clones stand-up routine. And that evil C-3PO is so lame. And I, But then they have these other things in that, in that Star Wars comic where like, the interactions between the Imperials and like, the Imperial sort of higher-ups and the, like, the moths and stuff. It's and, fascinating. And the politics between the, the, the moths and Darth Vader. Oh, that, that's but, so interesting. And they hate also, Vader. They're yeah. like, he's a little yeah, tool. There's, there's stuff like that where it's just like, oh, this is brilliant. You're, and, you're adding depth to like the... Like you are adding depth to that scene in Star Wars where um, the conference, yeah, they're, they're all talking. Yeah, so also, you, like that scene everyone talks about is, you know, when uh, Vader's delivered Fett's, uh, you know, oh, this, sir, this the guy's called Skywalker, the rebel that blew up the Death Star. Mm. And that amazing, you know, the cracking of the Star Destroyer glass pane. Everyone, that, that, that to me is like, oh, that's how we found out. And that's awesome. Like, that's really good canon. I think another, like, I, I, you read those those comics as like a Star Wars story, whereas, and that's purely what you go in and read them for. Mm. Whereas I read it knowing all the all the author's previous work, all, everything that the, that the artist has drawn. And I feel like I, maybe I read it with that more in mind than the fact that it's set in the Star Wars universe. Mm. It It's not, it's... <laughs> like, I just... I just, I just can't work out at what point do they go, this is a good idea. 
Like and and you know like we watch you know Angus watches Star Wars Rebels and you know it, it's like you know this great like the like there's some great episodes like like the first episode of the second series incredible is just insanely good like it's it it's like a mini movie yeah it's, like, it's great the beats are great Vader is as terrifying as he is in films but then you have these Inquisitors flying off in their little helicopter oh, lightsabers and yeah. it's like so for everyone that doesn't know and. The Inquisitors have got these lightsabers that sort of help them cheat at spins with the double blade. Imagine like Inspector Gadget's helmet yep. helicopter. Imagine yeah, I know. <laughs> but like, so they've got this lightsaber, which is questionable since the, you know, they got introduced at the first episode of Rebels and it's like, it's questionable the how it spins, but I guess they're not very adept in the force. It's like so, a cheat for So them, they're like cheating. Yeah. They're cheating. But then in the last episode, Ugh. the... Um, they use them to helicopter around multiple times. And it's just like, who is in this meeting that doesn't have the sense or like the, the nous to go, Hey, I reckon like 98% of people are going to fucking hate this. <laughs> like who does like, I and it, it was a very goofy decision. And it was such a... Like, I was fascinated with it for... Because, you know, sometimes I'm like... I, I'm like a very emotional person and I've got like pretty like... I view things the way I view things. But then... And I do this in like with all... Um, like whether it's like, you know, big social issues or what. I'm just like, oh, this is what I think and I'm going to go find out what other people think. No one because likes it. Because maybe I've got the wrong angle. Do you know what I mean? Whether it's something that's like being accused of sexism and stuff. Like I'll, you know, just try to suss out what's going on. So I was like, and so for this, I just thought I'm, I'm, I'm listening to every Star Wars podcast that talks about this episode. And every, except one podcast that I think they didn't, men- they didn't mention it at all. And I think it was... Purposely. A political thing. Because um, sometimes people want to make sure they're not saying anything negative about Lucasfilm so they get opportunities and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but here, or at, on the Steel Wars podcast, it's, we're, it's real talk. Oh, hey. Welcome to the Hey Family. You're allowed to say whatever you want. Leave your, uh, you know, goggles at the door. The deep end finished a couple hours ago, so we don't oh. need... <laughs> oh, speaking about goggles, I did love the explanation about how oh. we had to have the dark goggles because shit was getting too... There was too much... We're talking about vision. Spider-Man, by the way. Yeah. His vision is so great. I love that too. And it explained why, you know, Stark developed his lenses changing. Yeah. Like, I love that. It was yeah. like, that's such a cool idea. Happy place. Happy. The, um, <laughs> before we return. But yeah, without... Like, even the most happy... You know, because a lot of these Star Wars podcasts... Um, some of them, they, they, they're looking too deep into like these cartoons and it almost bridges into the realm of like fan fiction. Like I, I think fan fiction would have dropped off so much now cause it's now fan fiction is now developed into podcasts looking too deeply into yeah. the, like sure. a glance someone gives a character and my worst, most like loathsome version of that is is when something happens, a look someone gives someone in a film that was made three decades ago is like, oh, you know why you look like that? That's like a look back to when the Inquisitor did that because they're like, they, you know, like that's, you know, that's why. No. It's like, 
No, it's you look you're 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 adding too much context yeah. about that. But yeah, helicopter thing. It's just I, I just don't understand how that gets through now, there's the a process. Official Star Wars YouTube channel and they have a like send your questions in. Mm-hmm. I know that You've probably seen it that Pablo Hidalgo, who, for those who don't know, is the keeper of the holocron. He is in charge of Star Wars continuity. Is head. He's been there for what twenty years looking for Lucasfilm. A long time. He's head of the um. Or he's worked. He's worked officially for Star Wars since like ninety two. Yeah, he's been there longer than that. And like, he keeps, but I don't know whether he's worked for them. But he he worked. He used to do all the West End games. Mm, like that's the, right. All like the collectible writing, cards. Yeah, plot. writing backstories. For that's people. right. So he's been a part of it forever, and he keeps the continuity with the thirteen people story team. But they've asked him. The girl who hosts that's asked him about that, and I think he they probably put this out to address a lot of that and I think he says the word there's like propulsors and they show the designs of the saber and that it's not just the spinning it's also propulsors that help them lift so I think they've tried to cover it with a simple Q&A video because they heard the outrage okay so if there's propulsors right mm. wouldn't they be coming down on the person's hand oh look I'm not I'm not like I said I I, I, I don't do physics <laughs> you're the maths guy I'm the artistic guy <laughs> yeah it was just a, they I, think, I know they've tried to cover it. I'm not saying it's right or right, but yeah. I think they've heard everyone's complaints that why the hell would Dave Filoni allow flying Inspector Gadget lightsabers in the final episode, which was a pretty heavy episode. Like It made for some great photoshops, though. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's like a Drake album cover or a Kanye album cover. Coming out. It just gets, you know, meme generated. It's perfect. it's perfect. But, yeah, I mean, Levins hasn't watched Rebels or Clone Wars. I'm trying to get him to I do... I will soon. There's too much to watch, dudes. Clone Wars, <laughs> like, they are they are good watchers. If you're a Star Wars fan, and yeah, yeah, a fan yeah. of animation, and want to see the best version of an on-screen Anakin Skywalker, then watch as, Clone Wars. As a, a big Lego fan, I don't like the Clone Wars because... Because their how, faces are Because fucked. the minifigs of those, of those characters is fucked. Yeah, I've got a Mace <laughs> Windu one, and it's like, oh, why do you... They've just, like, try to put the Clone Wars animation on oh, them. Oh, okay. They're not the regular Lego faces, so they don't have, like, the black dot eyes, or that they've, like, got the big anime style eyes. And- but what did you... I, I've, I've been re-watching um, The Clone Wars. I, I, I watch an episode on my little elliptical every day because they run about the same time as how long I'm doing. And I just still find Anakin Skywalker is just a, just a brooding dick. Oh, he's a dick. Like, well. he's a jock. Like, yeah, he's, he's a jock who's been told he's the greatest person his whole life. Well, from nine onwards, but I still think it's the best on-screen depiction there is. He's always crossing his arms. Oh, he's, you know, he's a very stern man. And also, that, you know, there was not a lot of money in animation, so they couldn't be... They couldn't <laughs> use their hands to talk, so they have to just, you know... Well, there was a lot of money in animation then because George Lucas, like, full credit to him, just a batshit billionaire, like, would just spend way too much money on it. He'd just be like, yeah, just do that. Oh, it's going to be expensive. George Lucas. Let's put it on a. Let's let, no. Those three episodes are okay. Let's make them. Let's put it on the movies. Yeah, and and it, sometimes I think that ruined or not ruined, but sort of hampered the show because he'd do stuff out of order. Yeah, so, that so, was whack. So Rebels is continuous story. Sure, but then like the Clone Wars, he'd just say, "Oh, let's just let's go back and do a story about this." It's like. No, you've gone past it. So, like, in season four, there'll be a follow-up to something that's happened in season two, or a character you've seen killed on screen will be alive for eight episodes after. No, you've got it wrong. In season two, there'd be a follow-up to something that happens in season four. Oh, no, it's true. (laughs) That's actually... It's it's true, isn't it? Yeah. But I remember there's a character that gets assassinated, a senator, 
and then they're actively alive for a few episodes after and it's like oh that must have happened after it just doesn't give you but there's a like a proper way to watch yeah, it so I think Star Wars to, even published it yeah themselves. someone had to decode what order you meant to watch them in George batched it to the last minute wasn't he <laughs> and it's just you know it's just like Darth Maul's chopped in half you don't get to bring him back George no you got him back <laughs> And now he's in Rebels. You like that though, don't you, Angus? I think it's great. You hate it, don't you? I hate it. Yeah. It's once you chop a dude in half. Because then it's like, <laughs> there's no stakes. You can't like, when is like Count Dooku coming back with his head on a little True. Futurama dish? Well, we saw what happened to uh, Grievous Akbar. What happened to Grievous Akbar? <sighs> it's a comic character that I've been trying to get Steel to talk about because I know how much he hates it. It's so in it's, the Beta Down series. So it's a evil force wielding... <laughs> Cyborg with a, I actually have seen a photo With a Mon Calamari yeah. head Yeah, that's right So he's yeah. General Grievous With heaps of lightsabers A cape even Yeah Basically Grievous's body A bit different And just with Admiral Akbar's head And, and he's like, a villain He's a super villain There's those Hasbro figures Where you're like You can Interchanging yeah. And it just yeah. looks like They've made one of them And gone yeah, That'll let's do. get him in there. <laughs> it's so good. I just love that it exists. And I don't like it that much. Even I love. I like how much you hate it. And I think I get pleasure out of that. Can we talk about the C-3PO one shot? I know yeah. you're reluctant to. So I thought that was like a strange but enjoyable comic. But then I rewatched Force Awakens. So for those who haven't read it, the C-3, uh, Marvel put out a one shot comic that explains why C-3PO has a, has a red arm. And, and, and this- it also should point out it's been deluged by delays. Absolutely, it was meant yeah. to come out the January, week. wasn't it? It was, oh, no, yeah. it was meant to come out the week of The Force Awakens. Really? Yeah, it's, it was going to be, you know, they had the, that, that, that publishing. I'm aware what it looks like, Angus. <laughs> Sorry, um, just showing, uh, steal a photo of the character, the Commander biggest, Carbon. With the biggest shit-eating grin, mind you, he's showing <laughs> it to me. Um, you know, it was meant to have the that, that publishing headline of Journey to The Force Awakens, and now it's like, it, How good was the journey to the Force Awakens? That, no, the, the, the stroll home from yeah. the Force Awakens. By the Blu-ray, but Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, C three PO and a bunch of robots make their way across the planet to get rescued. They all die except C three except three C three PO and and a um a once a first order droid end up ends up sacrificing his life for C three PO and C three PO keeps his red arm after his is ripped off and it's like. I, no, I want. I wish to keep the red arm as a way to remember this person. And then when you see him in The Force Awakens, he's like, oh, hey, Han Solo, fuck this red arm. I can't wait to get rid of this piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, they're going to do a one-shot for when he's got a gold one at the end? Like, I want to see <laughs> yeah. what happens there. And then, yeah, for the thing that a lot of people missed is sometime after everyone left to go blow up Starkiller Base, or after that battle... Between then and then when Ray takes off to go um, find Luke Skywalker. Which Luke wouldn't be more than 12, 18 hours, I'd say. Who knows? If that, if that. Who knows? The Force Awakens does seem like a very action-packed afternoon. Um, he's got a gold arm. Yeah, he's got I his never gold arm. That, really? So at the end, when he's waving, as the Falcon takes off, he does his fucking gold arm. It's so. Well, I'm hoping for a one shot or a three shot at least. Because seriously, like I was like when you know. When they had the, the the red arm came out in the promo stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, well, it's 20 years or 30 years, how long it is. And that's something to show, you know, when you see photos, you see photos of all the other characters, you know what era it's going to be because obviously everyone's aged 30 years. And this is what years. JJ and everyone said. They're like, you know, people change in 20 years. Like yeah. you have a different haircut, you have a beard. And look, he's changed 
coverings in all of the films, basically. Yeah. And war, they've war, never explained the silver leg. They've never like you don't have to. It's just War a, Machine aged about a decade oh, since, since <laughs> Cheadle's since life, Iron Man three. Man, Cheadle's lifestyle is amazing because he's so old in in um Cap three. I love it. Does everyone else think he's a real dick? I don't like. He's the least. My he's always well, been. He's my the li- army guy, so but like he, still, that, that explains his motivations. But he's never been likable. I thought in either of his portrayals. No, nah, he's good. When he when he finally gets, it, he's like his 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 story arc is one of the only good things about Iron Man too. I just when he him, finally gets the suit. Mm, yeah, uh, the bit where I think is in Avengers where he tells his story and it gets nothing. Yep. Like yeah, that yep. was funny. Yeah, yeah. But, but I always found him just a bit of a like, oh, you're a downer, man. Like, <laughs> I never found him as a real Avenger too. You only came in when it suited him. Yeah, I never, I, I, I never put him in with because he's doing doing missions for the army. Mm. But we need a Don Cheadle movie, and I want that now. I want that. I want that rushed to a twenty seventeen. You're, you're a war machine apologist. <laughs> I'll live with that. <laughs> Rody, he suit is cool than Iron Man. He does have that big ass Gatling gun on it, <laughs> and and just how he was like. Um, Captain, this won't kill you, but it's gonna hurt. And he pulls out that staff thing. It's that that thing's stupid. That's the same. They, they were like, "Oh, Is that, that yeah. traitors thing." Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, 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 yeah. First thing I thought, I'm like, yeah. "You guys want a meme?" Don Cheadle visited the yeah. Yeah. the Force Awakens set. It is. It is. <laughs> Everyone thought the uh, the ATAT was the only reference from Star Wars in that scene. That would be amazing if Don Cheadle yelled out "Traitor!" Oh, fuck. <laughs> Imagine if he camp. did. Why didn't they do that? What an opportunity! <laughs> so no, great. no. <laughs> Still would have cried. That is, it's. I there is. I, yeah, the awesome things can quickly become worse things. Well, ever. we saw what happened. Buzzfeed spoke about Traitor seven days after his inception. How do you mean what? Well, like you know, it started off as a jovial internet meme shared amongst you know common mind meme, <laughs> <laughs> like all good jovial internet memes. Uh, you know, a they started. Yeah, gym. they started. It's a gym. Jovial, you know, it's a shared joke that only certain people get. It only takes a week. If do you, one know what the word, covers, do you know what the word jovial means? Yeah, jovial. You know, I'm jovial right <laughs> of now. Course. Find out in my podcast, the deep end. It's it's jovial. It's uh. The, uh, you know, then when BuzzFeed covered it, it kills a meme. Once BuzzFeed covers your meme, oh, it's really? dead. Oh, yeah. So it took, and that's why all the trader pages, they're like, we're pulling it down. They posted the BuzzFeed story and we're like, RIP. They're like, We've, it's it. It's over now. Once normies find out about a meme, it's done. I, so, wish, I wish they did a, a trader one shot. Oh. I want to learn his backstory. Well, he's got red hair in canon. <laughs> really? Yeah. There, there is a. What is it? There's a ba- there is some backstory of him in it's that Finn book. Yeah, one of the journeys to the Force Awakens. The kids book, and it's about their training. It's not a kids book. It's, it's a young oh young adult, adult. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like the like the Black Widow butt that you saw. <laughs> so it was not a kids butt. It was a young adult's butt. I have to say, there's so there's there's this book called um, Lost Stars. Um, I. Her name is... What is the girl's name? I can't remember the girl that wrote it. Is it name. coming out or is that the one... No, no it's out Bloodlines now. Bloodlines is coming out. Yeah. yeah. And she's writing that Bloodlines thing. And sure. it's a young adult novel. And it's amazing. Like, it, it's like back to a Star Wars book where it's like, I can't wait to pick, get back on this book. Really? Like, like I found... Um, what's it called? Um, Aftermath. A bit of a chore. Like I was it, only reading it because it was that fever pitch of like, oh, I might mention something about the movie. Yeah, of course. This is just before, this came out just before and it's set like 
you know, it's the one with the destroyed Death Star, like mm-hmm. the Return of the Jedi Death Star. And it was like, this will answer things for Force Awakens. Mm. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, not a thing. Not a thing. And so what's this Someone one buys a thing in it that might be a thing that might be in the movie. That's about it. So this is about um, two cadets from like a, a sort of a planet oh, in the outer rim that are like become crack pilots and they get recruited to the Imperial Academy on Coruscant. And there's a a girl and a boy, and it's like they're they're just like the Montagues and the Capulets. Oh. They're ones from the rich, um, the city, and the other ones from um, the sort of more poorer um, mountains. And they're not meant to hang out together, but they secretly hang out together and become really good pilots. And then they go to um, the Imperial Academy, and they're like star recruits. And then um, they sort of go on their separate paths. But it's set. Um, it goes through a new hope. Right. So they they, they are sort of, they bear witness to things that happen in a new hope, like in the empire. And you get the alternate view of like, well, you know, a lot of these people just thought they would join in the army. Mm. And much like a person in Australia would join the army to go fight the good fight. And then there's sort of, you know, some people begin to realize it's like, hey man, like... This probably isn't that good, but it, then there's other people in the army where they're just like going, this is what we have to do to restore, you know, this is just the price of mm. freedom. And it's fascinating, but it's written like, it, it's just, it's such an intriguing book. It's it's like really fascinating. And I sort of think like Star Wars is a kid's movie, essentially. So shouldn't, maybe all the novels mm. be young like these heavy dis- like descriptive no, that's a heavy- perfect point I think that's why I have no problem with the comics as much either because I'm like well you know they're for kids kids are going to look at that and be like oh that's in the same universe and I, when I see that yeah the thick thick ass you know especially some of those expanded universe um, you know like the Darth Bane one which everyone wanks over but it's just like no yeah, they're movies for kids. The kids are going to walk into a bookshop and pick up a 600-page... Darth Jizz. Yeah, Darth Jizz. The, the Jizz Wailing uh, <laughs> Sith Lord that no one talks about. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that's like a really good point, actually. Because I've not read them because they were young adult. And I'm like, well, I'm a cool-ass old dude. I can legally buy cigarettes and I don't even smoke, you know. <laughs> and so, as if I'm going to buy a kid's book, says the guy, well, I'm pretty sure there's some Harry Potter books in here. And, you know, oh, there's where the wild things are. But, you know, I, I read the... I knew about that book. Sounded interesting. The Bloodline stuff sounds really interesting too. So she's writing the Bloodlines one, which I don't think is going to be a young adult novel. So I'm I'm interested to. So find- wait, you can get a pack of cigarettes and Bloodlines at the same shop. Oh, Great! Yeah. I can't wait to start I'll just be like, smoking. I'll just be like, <laughs> sweet chapter. <laughs> and that one's like what set young Ben Solo. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's about. Six years before The Force Awakens. Yeah, wow. So he's yeah. like... And that's getting rave reviews at the moment. They've sent out preview copies and stuff. How exciting. So I'm interested to know how... If it's her writing that's great or was it was the young reading format that, that got me yeah, into sure. it. Because I'm committed to reading all the, all the novels. All the new canon novels. All the new canon novels. Because well, it started with A New Dawn, didn't it? The mm. How'd you like that one? The Hera and... It was all right. It was... The slow start, it, and, and also to have a reboot, it was like all new characters, mm. so that's hard, I think. And it was before the cartoon was out. We as didn't well. even know what Kate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the, the the books you've, you've been talking about are uh, being written by someone called Claudia Gray. Hey, that's yeah. the author's name. Yeah, big shout out. She's the best. Claude, love your work. So yeah, I can't like 
It reminds me of um, when the Thrawn trilogy first came out, which was like the restart of Star Wars, yep. I guess, in 92 or 3. And that was like the first sort of the new expanded universe books that took place after Return of the Jedi, written by Timothy Zahn. And it reminded me of reading them where I was just like, well, first of all, I just couldn't believe there was a Star Wars product to buy. I was in Frankston, this town in this sort of city in um, just out of Melbourne, and I walked past a bookshop and I saw a mobile of C three PO and R two D two, and I was just like, "What? Why is there Star Wars in a shop? Like I couldn't believe, like it was insane." And um, but it reminded me of reading those books where I'd like, I'd if I had five minutes, I'd like. Got to find out what happened. Like, I couldn't get enough of it. Mm. So, yeah, it's an awesome, um, you know, if you're sort of a bit burnt out on Star Wars books and stuff, The Lost Stars. And I I believe it ends with the Battle of Jakku. Oh, wow. So, that's pretty As depicted in uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Like, I, I think, because the cover is a crashing Star Destroyer. Mm. So, I, 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 like, I haven't finished the book, but... I'm guessing that that's going to be one of the Star Destroyers that Ray's looking through. Sweet. It's symmetry. It's like poetry, a man once said. Oh, it's um, expanded universe ring theory. (laughs) Um, So you're reading all the books. You're also reading all the comics. Yeah, I'm everything. So which of the comics would you actually recommend? Because I know a good friend of ours, Alexi Toliopoulos, who uh, is from the Plank Slate movie podcast, has been on both of our podcasts. Mm -hmm. Uh, He... uh, he reads all the comics as well and he doesn't like many of them. Because, but, but not because they're bad stories, because the continuity shit really pisses him off. Like, you have... Uh, uh, no, it's like, you know, like, things that... Like, Darth Vader and, um, and Luke having, like, Met more meetings. Brutal. He says that, that, you know, it weakens the, the scene where, you do, where they do actually meet in, in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Brutal. Like, that... The- the fact that that's not the first time they met in the continuity is just, it's, it's, sacri- it takes away. It is from- sacrilege. And I've, if, if people, these ones are still up, the Comic Con Steel Wars episodes where I, I record little segments all through the day at Comic Con and I edit. So it's like you're hanging out with me, but you have to do exactly what I want to do. And <laughs> so I like, like hanging out with you. Put <laughs> <laughs> burn. Oh, more bones like that on the deep end. I reckon first episode May fourth. Dude, you're such a dick. You got to pick what it, what restaurant we went to. Tonight. Yeah, I know. It's just it was doing a bit. And you got to pick what fake podcast we bring up all episode. <laughs> I know, guys. I'm being funny. <laughs> now he's now in the deep end. <laughs> the um. Oh, can we do some cover art now while you guys are <laughs> while you guys are holding my head underwater? <laughs> <laughs> doing the um the. The, the um, torture the, technique the, from the, Civil War. Yeah, the Hydra death. Yeah. That. that was so fucking terrifying when he. Oh, 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 oh awful. There's great uh, stuff. There's there's some weird cinematography in that bit. There is one shot where he's clearly, if the water fills up, he's not going to drown. That's the first thing I noticed, I yeah. was like, "No, nah, I could go." I was like, "Coming up with techniques." Nah, he's to yeah, he's he's his nose is above the line of the sink. Yeah, and I, then in other shots he's down. I'm not sure if it was a camera angle or something, but yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. Continuity person, take a hike. Come on, fill up that basin better. I'm almost certain it was just for that different angle. He was rigged up different because because I've um, both times I was like in the second time definitely I, I was like yeah. he's not going to drown. Yeah, he's, but 
his vision will be impaired. But again, it's like who, you know... Red eyes after four hours of being underwater. Yeah, like in the original Star Wars, you could see um, the pole that was holding up the torture droid. That's right, like the, the, the rod as it yeah. was like fishing, <laughs> just fished in by somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. While George Lucas was having a heart attack somewhere. <laughs> um, back when he had a heart. Ooh, oh. do you reckon that's when it stopped? Stopped beating? I don't know, but... You can die of a broken heart. Did you know that? Apparently, you can. You can also rip out the heart of a man when you're divorced. When you've been divorced. What? What? Temple of Doom. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. What's that got to do with divorce? You know, him and Spielberg both got divorced, so they put that scene in the movie because they felt like their hearts were getting ripped out. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It's brutal. It's in a Lucas book, a Spielberg book. <laughs> Is it? They put they were both like really sad men in the eighties because their loved ones left them. Yeah, and then they said that signing the papers felt like eating monkey brains. <laughs> Um, the, yeah, so the, the comics, um, that does hurt me. And oh, so, yeah, so in the Steel Wars, I, you, I, I record myself asking a question at the Marvel Comics panel <laughs> and it was really hard because I wanted to complain about that while not sounding like someone that's complaining about a comic book. Amazing. And, and that's a tough thing to do when you're complaining about a comic book. It's really hard. Also they, really hinders your, you know, future opportunities to speak with author of, you know, Star Wars, Jason Aaron. Or- yeah, but I didn't say Steel Saunders, who Steel Wars podcast. I just went, um, you know, I, think, I don't think they should be interacting as much. And I think in one issue, Luke Skywalker loses his lightsaber twice. What an idiot. Two times yeah, too many. Totally. Um, but Is yeah, it- they just don't seem to always show restraint I mean, and, and sort of think they just go for a real fan fictiony definitely. Solution. Yeah, but I feel like you know that that's that's Marvel's blockbuster comic. So in order to keep up those the sales, I think they've got to have like you know the the, the those big cliffhanger endings where everyone has a light, lightsaber and shit like that. Like oh, Leia and Han with lightsabers yeah. and Chewie and uh, Chewie. It's it's like it, it is undeniably a comic book. You know the Star Wars comic book, like it's comic booky in every single way. And I've, yeah, I've like, I just feel like for all those things that in ten minutes I could come up with an like a, a dope idea that would not offend everyone. Right. What, 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 so people, listening, get in touch with us. What, what else do you do in 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 a series of comics, in multiple series of comics, in between two movies without like how do you avoid that while keeping the comic interesting, not just to a super fan but to a wider audience. It's a very, very layered question, but... You write stories. Like, there was, there was one of the um, annuals. I think it was... Was it Star Wars Annual or Darth Vader Annual? I think it was Star Wars Annual. Where they had a really cool story about a rebel spy posing as an Imperial and Coruscant interacting with, one. Um, with the Emperor. And it was like, oh, this is bliss. I think it's just... Like, of- like the, I find... To Star Wars to me is like the movies are when all the major characters interacted. That's like that's what those are, that you know that's when we like let's make a movie about this because yep. this is when Ben mm-hmm. Kenobi sees Darth Vader again. Mm-hmm. This is when Luke Skywalker meets uh, Darth Vader for the first time, and then this is when Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker face off for a second time. Sure. They're your three movies. They're your big like cliffhanger events, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in between. There should be, you know, writing 
you know, if, even if it's stories about, you know, you're following up on your Dantooine, you know, when you had the base there mm. or, you know, you talk about the bounty hunter on Ord Mandel. Like, they're dropping, they're giving you topics sure. for these comics all through the movie, And it's still fan service too. Like, if you make a series of that, a fan's going to be like, oh yeah, that's where Han's running away from. And Empire, I just think they need to realise, like, yeah, it's such a big galaxy. And I know when they're rebooting it, they were like, oh, we're going to steer clear of... Well, there was, they never, like, there was a sense of, oh, we're not going to, you know, have all these characters accidentally running into each there, other. There was the a sense of, like, we're going to do it correctly. Right. Mm. And we've got, this, we've got this story group, you know, we've got this, you know, new, you know, like, comic book agreement, and we've got this new era, and it's like, we're getting rid of all this stuff. To me, if you're going to get rid of all this stuff, it's to do something that's better. Sure. And... They're falling into the same trap. It's like a kid's gotten every single Star Wars character as an action figure, but they're still picking up Luke and Vader and fighting with them, even though there's cooler toys there. But they're like the coolest toy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just the whole. Just like, no, no. I, I, I want, I want to love a character that's just in the comics and nowhere. I want a series about someone who's yeah, you not got, in Rebels. You got Akbar Grievous or whatever the fuck is. Yes. <laughs> no, you know I want like a comic about that person, like not Star Wars, not Vader, and feature this side character. Like, I think they should just be like. New character, yeah, but I mean, if they want to maintain like the number one comic book, I yeah. think at the moment it's like constantly Star Wars in the, in the top five comic books of each month. Yeah, they've got to go this route. Yeah, you need to see the characters. I mean, do, at least you're not you, hanging out with a fucking rabbit. Do you think that? I don't. I think people like me and um, like Alexi, <laughs> everyone likes you. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> um, I don't even... I'm not that fond of me. <laughs> now, like people like me and Alexi that are just like going to buy it no matter what. Sure. I, and I me think, too. I've got them all in there. And I think it, that is a big part of their sales is the person that doesn't normally read. And I'm not sure about what... Canon else. freaks. I'm not sure what Alexi else reads, but it's... You know, I... Like when they did that thing, I was totally done with the Expanded Universe. I would read novels that were direct sequels or prequels of the films i didn't want to have to i didn't want to know about winter or bloody grand apple thrones actually a pretty good character but all these characters that aren't you glad that ben Mendelssohn's playing him in rogue one (laughs) um so is that really shit bad star wars rumor jokes the um which aren't rumors they're false Well, maybe if you get him on the Deep End podcast. And you, hey, Ben, and, put and, a snorkel on and let's, let's... No, no. And the podcast goes for so long that he drowns and he comes up blue and then you'll get your dream. And his eyes will be all red from the chlorine. True that. Um, yeah, I just think that they they made a promise to the fans mm. and by sweeping all this stuff to the side and it was a, a promise of quality. Keep in mind, this is just a one... It's not even a year yet, has it, of Star Wars comics. Like, it could just be the... We've got to do this for a year. No, it's been then, a year. It's been, it's been a year. year? I, I know. That's right, it was January last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, because Hamo gave me issue one for my birthday. That's right, it was January It could just be a plan. You know, like, they might have 20-year plan. And just like, we've got to do the main guys now. What was the f- first year? Let's let's be shit. And then we'll pick up the pace. <laughs> Are you know. a ghost fighter said that they're shit? I, I think there's moments of brilliance and moments of... Like I'm absolutely like I can't. I I'm, I'll be in bed reading it, and I'll turn the page, and I'll just be like, "Oh fuck!" All right, let's fucking put this on Instagram. I need to like I need my friends. My so I'm learning about it all before like, I get to them. I got I got Alexi to rank all of the Star Wars comics from uh, best to worst. Okay, and he put Star Wars at the very bottom. 
uh, and Darth Vader just just above it. Yeah, I couldn't. I could, I'm not gonna um, arm wrestle him on that one. Um, but uh, do you want to help us help us rank it? Because my favorite by far was the Lando comic by oh, Charles Sewell. I, I I actually haven't finished. I've got them all, but I haven't finished Lando or Chewbacca. Chewbacca's pretty weird and boring. It's okay. It's sweet. It's nice. Um, yeah. yeah. I've heard that. I've heard that. I, I've, so, Poe Dameron 1 is that, out. Did not like that at all. Loved it. Right, there you go. Loved See, it. that one I, I found just, like, boring. Like, why of, you know, Poe Dameron is a character that has obviously done so many wonderful things and, you know, has such a, you know, must have a huge collection of stories. Why would you launch a comic and the first story you tell is literally, like, an hour before Force Awakens happens? You're using the word literary. Wrong. I did, right? I did. Thank you yep. for correcting me on that. Um, yeah, they, I, that I, I would take that criticism as like I, 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 um, I hear your complaint and yep. I acknowledge it. I appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm not going to. What a politician! That's great. You should be a lawyer or something. That's um. It's. <laughs> I should say that's a great question, Andrew. <laughs> And look, I'd love to answer it, but that's all we've got time for. Yeah. Um, they love this comic over in North Haverbrook. Um, <laughs> I, I, I totally get that, but I was also glad to read a good comic. John, like that was my just like, oh, thank God I'm enjoying this. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, I, I, like, and, I, and, and I do enjoy the other ones, but the frustration, there's too much. Kanan? Um, Thoughts on Kanan? Not the character, the comic. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, I, tell, you, I tell you what rips is that Obi-Wan Anakin comic. Yep. That, I'm into both that, of those. That is blistering. So, it's an adventure between uh, episodes one and, one and two. Oh, one and two, sorry. And that's written by Charles Sewell as well, I think. Mm. Yeah. And I th- so, I, I'm, I guess it's a couple of years before Attack of the Clones. And it, they're on an adventure, but then it has flashbacks to him on Coruscant interacting at the Jedi Temple and with um, Sheev, um, the Emperor, and or the Grand Chancellor or whatever he is then. And it, yeah, it's fascinating because it's adding depth to the films. It's it's enhancing it's enhancing your enjoyment of the films when you go watch it. Yeah, I just also think like it's so easy for someone to want to write about original trilogy characters because you know, hey, they're popular and no one has any bad feelings about them. And I love reading these prequel characters and errors because they're so untapped now, even in this new canon where no one's touching it besides, you know, Rebels is picking up the scraps leading straight into episode four and you've got this like amazing error and I, I love Anakin Obi-Wan. I think it's sick. I think it's... Yes, yeah, I, I, I heard the first issue and I didn't like that one either. So it's, it's funny the, the difference between a hardcore Star Wars fan and a hardcore comics mm. fan mm. and... The, the, yeah, same reason why I love Kanan. It's set in an era I know nothing about. That's not been officially, you know, documented. And there's this kid on the run. I, I, I find it great. I love new characters. Everyone's new in it. It's awesome. There's no like, hey, here's a smuggler from Karela who might help you out. He's cool too. And you're like, okay, it's like all new. And that's what I'm into. Yeah, like, that's what I want from the comics. I just think they like the the less major characters are interacting. I find I enjoy it more. Sure, because there's less. Big mistakes. Well, uh, my, my favorite issues from the um, main Star Wars run that Jason Aaron is doing are the actual one-shot issues of um, Obi Wan oh, Kenobi. Oh, the best! Awesome. So they're great. Okay, cool. we, we can agree. We agreed on something in, in Star oh, Wars comics. Oh, great! They're, they're, they're intensely like they're, they're exceptional. They're, they're, yeah. The first one in because particular was they're, they're adding to the enjoyment of the film. They're sure. adding to your like, oh, that's what you know. They're, they're taking off interactions like Uncle Owen's 
disgust at the mention of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Sure. And it adds to it. But, and I really enjoy that. But then with the Star Wars comic, it's lessening my enjoyment because it's like, this isn't the first time that Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker have met. This is just another day at the office. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Mm -hmm. Next time. Um, So these comics will obviously be going for a very long time. There obviously will be... Doing a lot of one, sh- uh, you know, the short runs which they're doing, like Lando, like Chewbacca, like Anakin yeah, Obi Wan. This, this main Star Wars title has to end at some point, though, right? Yeah, it has, well, em- and then do you think they'll relaunch it and, and as have a comic called The Empire Strikes Back? No, I reckon they'll keep it Star Wars, but you know, they might shift thirty years and do the Adventures of Finn, Ray, and Poe. Like you know, it'll probably always be that, and they can jump around any time. Yeah. Do 20- oh, oh, Andrew, Andrew, uh, 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 I, I understand what you're saying there, but wouldn't then the Star Wars comic be called A New Hope? True. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> uh, if they had to pick a character, my new character. Oh, he's great! Internet I can't boy. wait. Can't wait to get flamed by him. Um, yeah, obviously they're doing these short runs. The two ongoings of Vader and Star Wars. If they were to do a new ongoing, what would you want to see? Shave. Just straight up, nothing but shave. I just want to see the cover just for shave. shave. <laughs> I just love that. I love love saying that word. I don't understand. Why people got so upset at me who gives it's fuck great. what his name She's is. awesome. My name's Steel. <laughs> I'm into the first name. I think it's great. Um, what would I like to say? Um, I wouldn't mind saying some vibes at at, at Jabba's Palace, just what goes on. Yeah, I reckon that's the name of it too. one called Jabba's Palace. I reckon, yeah. no, I reckon vibes at Jabba's Palace vibes still has a good ring. <laughs> vibes in huge font then at Jabba's. Like, yeah. like a strip club, you know, with a neon lights or something. That'd be great. Yeah, I just think that the films, I just think they've been quite close-minded with what they're doing when they've been given this amazing palette of Mm. a thousand characters Mm. that a lot of fans know by name. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, is Dengar doing at Jabba's Palace? I like that. uh, That was one of my, like... Hopefully we agree on this. I liked Dengar in the main Star Wars comic when he showed up. Yeah. Yeah, that was all right. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And what about what like what all the bounty hunters were doing before? Well, I was going to say. They I, got called up would, by Darth Vader. How, how, how good would it have just a comic called Bounty well, Hunters? Well, how is it just a Boba Fett one? Like, he's the most popular character done least on screen yeah. One of them anyway. Like, to me, that makes... That prints money. You can do so many tales of the week. Like, you know, no interactions with Vader, none with the Empire. Just yeah. him making money. And, and whether it's like... Like, I, I, I would hesitate at, at... Like, about Boba Fett. Like, call Boba Fett. But, like, bounty hunters or... Yep. Or even the Jabba's Palace one where people can come in and out. That'd be cool. And they can have, like, a four-story... You know, a four-issue story... And then, you know... The mantles de- pass know, to another And then Denkar can do one thing and stuff. Forlom, Zuckus. Yeah, because I love the, like, the, um, the Obi-Wan flashbacks in the Star Wars. It's just such a, like, like, just a, like a breath of fresh air and, and it, and it enhances the film. And, and I, I think that's what it should be about. Yep. I mean, you don't find out that Obi-Wan has a hidden wife, like Han Solo. <laughs> <sighs> Which, hey, I'm all for. Let's see what happens. It's a very lonely time on that. <laughs> I would really like... I think a lot of... I'd really love a Kylo Ren series or run show, but I think, you know, that's obviously, I think, off-bounds until yeah. several films have been made and pasts yeah. and, you know, stuff have been decided. Yeah, definitely stuff like that is, you know, you have to just, you know, be 
understand the the commercial realities. It ain't happening. In the storyline. The other thing I like about the Pro Damn Wrong one is I'm interested in, you know, finding out about Law Santeca. Sure. Oh, yes, so, of course. So, so I'm like, that's what I mean. It's adding to the film. Like, so I'm just like, I can't wait. Like, oh, what else am I going to find out? Yeah. Um, I mean, the most we know about that guy is from the Vige Dictionary, isn't it? Mm. That he was, what, the like Dictionary. a minister of a, the Church of the Force or something yeah, during yeah. the Empire or something? And that, that to me is totally interesting. Like, a group of people who aren't Force users or Force sensitive worshipping the Jedi or, you know, wishing for their return because they were good and did good. Yeah, and also... And that's inter- that's that's awesome. That could be a series, you know, y- Young Law Sunteca during the Empire. Yeah, well, you know, pretty, you know, there's different ways to look at how they are, but essentially they're just like hippies, that they're just like, you know, they're all about the force. And good, and, and, good vibes yeah, at Jabba's Palace. Good vibes at Jabba's Palace. <laughs> the- we could have a theme song, I reckon, like a jingle for like a... It sounds like a restaurant, I reckon, you know, like... <laughs> For this, but for Jabba's Palace, I think. Yeah, I can imagine like a, like, like a, a Cheers esque theme song. Totally, like a crappy like. Um, remember how all before the previews of a movie, it would always be like local businesses just yep. putting together shot a, on like the dad's VC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. The non non moving clip art. Yeah, just waving at the end. Vibes Everyone at Jabba's Palace, and the, and like the, the the family waving out the front of the restaurant yeah, as it perfect. zooms out at the end. Like, yeah, what. Did yeah, you grow up in a regional area? <laughs> no, we didn't have moving ones though. We just yeah, had yeah, we slides. Yeah, yeah, just we slides. had what just a slide. It was like feeling hungry. Bev's is just around the corner. Yes, like yeah, like background noise. Oh man, that was exactly yeah, like the coffee getting made and laughing and and banter. Laughing, it's always laughing. Or the the passive aggressive phone ones where it's like you hear someone receiving a phone call. It's like the still thing on screen. Well, the the vibes at Jabba's Palace would be like um, you'd hear salacious crumb laughing. Yeah. You'd hear like maybe you'd the, hear a, a dancer screaming in the rancor pit, just getting eaten, <laughs> and the sound of like one of those frogs getting eaten. Yeah. Vibes at Jabba's Palace. Children eat free on Tuesdays. It's just like stuff like that. I reckon it's got a ring to it. Jawas eat free on Tuesdays. <laughs> Jawas are eaten free on Tuesdays. I mean, what? I we did it, guys. We did it. We got a we got an ad. Here you go. Make some content, please. <laughs> You've been listening to Hey Fam. Um, thanks so much to our guest Steel Saunders. Always a lovely in today with time with Steel on the cast. When are we going to talk about our favorite Entourage episodes? I don't, we kind of gave that up. I don't yeah, know we what... I don't get uh, into. I don't get HBO anymore. Because I got caught for using a VPN. So for those who so it's only all st- localized now, it's all localized content. So we're doing home and away now. <laughs> we're just gonna start from the start. Just Stan, yeah. Whatever. Actually, new Stan I think it's series. on Stan. Is it? Stan Barrage is on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so we, 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 we used to begin every Hey Fam episode by putting on an Entourage episode. I and it's, we- if you go back and listen to those episodes, like I'm sure our episodes are still infuriating to listen to. Yeah. But back then we'd be like, yeah, yeah. So like the new Iron Man movies. Oh, I love this scene in the yeah. Entourage episode. Johnny Drama's right got now. a fake penis. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> and so when uh, when Steel did the, the the first episode, he was on. Um, well, I think we we got you to pick Entourage episode. And no, you I, asked to put it on. I think you're like, what? you're we're not watching it. Yeah, because like, I was a fan. I was just like, I want to live the lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and we realized we don't actually do it. <laughs> like, I oh, guess yeah. now watches this show called Gigolos, which is. Like, like, oh, I want to do a whole episode on that. Soon. Yeah, it's it's like a reality. Like if TV I go to Disneyland, show. I don't want to see fucking Bugs Bunny. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but no, yeah, this, 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 it's a reality TV show about a bunch of male gigolos who all live in the same house and hang out. Ah, what and about when um, 
What about when ballers come back? Will we get ballers? Oh, yeah, I checked. I, I, trust me, we, I looked the other day and it's the, tra- the second trailer's come out for season two. It's not ready yet, but there'll be ballers recounts every week. All right, sweet. It's going to become a ballers podcast again, you know. Um, speaking of The Rock, I sent you guys a photo of a, of a movie poster coming out soon oh, yeah. that I saw when I was at the cinema. Yeah, this one's great. Um, it's called Central Intelligence and it stars Kevin Hart and uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. So that's Kevin Hart's, what, like ninth movie this year? <laughs> and um, the no tagline on the, fr- on, the, on the poster is, Saving the world takes a little heart and a big Johnson. Like, congratulations. Oh, no shit, I didn't read that tagline. <laughs> yeah. Fuck! How amazing is that? How much coke would have the advertising people done after that? <laughs> so much. We did no. I reckon. I reckon they came up with that line and then they built a movie around Do it. Do you smell what <laughs> Colombia is cooking? I mean, if you think that's the theory, if they made it up with uh, saving the world with Little Heart and Big John, I mean, what, what other actors could you put in there? <laughs> You could probably like who's got funny surnames as well that lend themselves to that phrase. Write us right write in, let us know. Hey fan podcast at gmail.com. I've given you homework. Which actors have funny surnames? <laughs> Kevin Bacon's comes to mind straight away. <laughs> Kevin Bacon is the first thing that comes to my mind. Um Steel, um of course it can be heard on Steel Wars. Oh wait, and can I, I say lo- you could probably do a movie now with that bacon thing Don't in mind? I could interrupt my plot. What he does, it's like literally his superpower. No, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I just think about it. You could put Kevin Bacon and you make like, saving the heart because it's about heart surgery takes a little bacon or something maybe he has to eat I don't know there's bacon he has to eat bacon so yeah. he doesn't die of a heart attack. I don't know you work on it I don't know I work. just had a flash it was great it was good I'm so glad you interrupted it so, uh, Steel Wars is one of Steel's podcasts the other one is I Love Green Letters no. Green Guide Letters <laughs> you, oh, dude. I'm a Sydney guy man I don't, I don't know what it is it's, it's, it's so I have good. listened to it many times <laughs> I, um, I always love when it's often people not from Melbourne introduced me at a comedy night. It's like, oh, he's he's he does one of the most popular podcasts. I love it. It's it's Green Love Postals, and it's like <laughs> the uh, Green Letter Man boy. Yeah. Uh, can I also can I sizzle something else? Of course, please. When, when does this come out? Uh, this comes out. Let me just check out. When do you want? Like, it can either come out like it's like a Wednesday or Thursday. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if it's May the 4th, which is the Star Wars uh, holiday. It'll come, it'll come we'll, out that day. We'll put it up on May the 4th. That's a really, really good It comes out idea. on Wednesdays. Yeah. yeah, we'll come out on May the 4th. Well, it's it's decided. It is going <laughs> to come out on the day it was going to come out on. That's great. But I'm launching a a new... Because I, I just... But you could go to it right now. It's launched. Yeah, it's now. If you listen to this right now. Because I, 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 I'm, I'm paranoid about all this free space on the internet. It's just getting fucking wasted, right? So I'm doing more stuff. Not enough websites, not enough Steel Saunders, and, not yeah, enough and podcasts. I'm, and I'm also paranoid I might have like a spare 10 minutes in my life. So I've got to fill it up. So I'm doing a new Star Wars website. It's, 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 it's pitched as um, the best Star Wars news site ever from a certain point of view. Uh, Mr. Levins. And it's called... Um, the <laughs> midi- for you, buddy. It's called the Midichlorian Count. And it's just... It's kind... I guess the the easiest way, it's like it's the onion for Star Wars fans. And that's the best elevator pitch I've ever heard. The onion for Star Wars fans. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure then there's... That's a very common... It's, so, we're on there right now because we're really on Wednesday right now. We're just... We're scrolling through. Lo- loving this. Uh, I can't wait to we're mispronounce it content. when I have to intro you next time. <laughs> hey, if you can't say midi-chlorian, that's uh, pretty bad. But it's all the... Th- Actually, it'd be pretty good for most people. A lot of the things I cried about in this podcast... According about Star Wars uh, are hints at what there'll be articles about. Oh, great! Um, so is this a kind of a you dealing with things? In yeah, Star Wars? it is actually just a venting. Yeah, I, like it's a healing know, program. Yeah, healing through comedy. Um, 
there's I, I, I sizzled an article to um, Angus the other day, and it's um, nineteen Bannerads. No, it's what is it? It's like Snoke nineteen, 19 banger Star Wars hardcore Star Wars theorists nineteen banner ads that Kylo Ren theorists may have missed. And it's just a, a rip on how bad all those web movie websites that will just post anything about Kylo Ren theories to get you to read their ads. And it's a sort of a satirical story. And then there's literally 19 banner ads on the thing. So there's just dumb stuff like that. So if you're sort of in the Star Wars fandom, um, hopefully it will either be a very short-lived project or you'll be going, hey man, I listened to this podcast where he actually mentioned that for the first time. So, um, and my my hope is that that one article really goes viral because those 19 banner ads are going to bring in some sweet bang. Because they are actually banner ads. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that Angus was my first thing. Angus goes to me, oh, it's really cool how you posted all those banner ads. I go, no, nah, man, they're banner ads. It's cash. You're just, uh, yeah. Well, there you go. You can see his business plan right now, everyone. <laughs> That's He'll be a- lecturing at MIT next year how to rip off friends by making them check your stories. <laughs> That's still Saunders' brand new website, The Midichlorian Cunt. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I'll be doing the deep end next week, I think. <laughs> Going to go down to um, icebergs just to get the, get the vibe. Oh, and, and Gussie's on this week's I Love Gringo Letters. Oh, yeah. Life. If I haven't been edited out, mm. <laughs> I might have two minutes in there. If- there was some horrible things said before a live studio audience sounds I, like, um, that sounds like my angus my um my 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 television <laughs> boss um rob from studio 10 was in the crowd and mid podcast mid podcast he texted me goes oh this is going to go for about 10 minutes i was nervous <laughs> when i get nervous i speak about th- amazing things the body can do <laughs> I look forward to that this week as well. Um, Angus has... Oh, there's um, also Demi, uh, Demi Lardner and Danny Lich were on there too. It wasn't just me. Let's plug them as well. It wasn't just... It was not just you. And it was Although a great time. I had a lot fun. of fun. It was probably like the best fun I've had on a Saturday in a long time. You can hear Angus's other podcasts, Greenlight Boys on iTunes, and I got two as well. One of them is a food podcast called The Mitchin, and we just did a live episode, which is going up this week. And apparently, Mitch is a real prick, <laughs> which is funny. Oh, yeah. If you're listening into the next Mitchin episode, yeah. I'll tell a story of a, a fan. We have literally just set up... So, t- wait, can we just... Uh, all of our podcast canon, like, am I... Because I didn't know whether to be Steel Wars Angus or Green Guide <laughs> Angus yesterday. I didn't know whether to do the same, and I, well, I've decided to play the same guy. Are you the same steel in your like? Is this all canon? Yeah, it's all canon. I, I actually, I like you joke. No, I'm not joking. I trust me. I take like, canon seriously. Levens hates it. <laughs> I think that um, a lot of listeners to podcasts really enjoy the canon, the shared universe. I do too. Like the shared like little the, jokes. They like the, um, you know, like I think people like I, I think I even got tweets this week, like because you know I was in Sydney and and Gussie was on the podcast. Go, oh, are you gonna go on? You know, you going on Hey Fam as well. Like they like the crossover episodes and stuff like that. I do. I, I really like Definitely, it. Definitely, yeah. I love it. It's most fun. And you can yeah. see, like sometimes something's mentioned on one that's then on another. It's it's great. I tell you the other thing. I'm just going to restart the whole podcast. <laughs> I love is, I, what's his name? Is the hawk the 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 the, the other flying guy? Falcon. Oh, Falcon. Falcon. Sorry. Um. I love his grudge with Ant Man from the Ant Man film. Like, I, I, that was a nice reference to that. Didn't uh, have to be yeah. Tic Tac. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty tight. That, that's I'll be um, on my next long haul flight. 
I'll, I'm, I'm going to be hitting uh, play on Ant-Man again. To, it's going to be pumped to watch Yeah, it likewise. I'm excited. Ant-Man yeah, was great. After yeah. I watched Force Awakens, which is on in-flight entertainment. Ooh. Oh, it is. I filmed a guy watching Han Solo get killed and it was the first time he'd seen it. And I was on a five-hour flight recently and I was like, oh, I'm going to get this. It just looked like a big creep and like zoomed in. And I saw him watching. He's like, just stiffened up. It was really good. It was really fun. I did like when I would go watch it. I remember once I went to the Force Awakens at IMAX during the day. I think it was on Boxing Day, actually. How old were the girls you yelled at this time? No, I was next to these two girls, and they were like, I, I very much liked their reaction to Han Solo dying. It was, it was. Strange. Can you recreate it for us? Oh, they were just shocked. They were Aww. just like, and they were sort of like hugging like sort of clenching each other with shock and sadness um and yeah i thought that was that was that was pretty interesting any other films where uh dads have died or you've killed your dad i think would love you know leave it on the review page on itunes no no batman movies no batman movies. do people still write reviews as entourage episodes yes we got that- one this week yeah, we, yeah, did. we did. A little, a little entourage. Yeah, so please do that. Please, we're still because we're doing a second live show. Still, I know you love coming to Sydney. Would love to have you on it if you. Yeah, up. you can. You can play the entourage character of your choice. Yeah, uh, the, we can recast. It's we can fine. Recast. Yeah. Okay, tell me when it's going to be an old. Oh I'll, yeah, we'll do this off mic, and it will be canon. Still, will be appearing as Steel Saunders from both podcasts, mind you. As <laughs> on, on Steel Saunders on on Entourage. Yeah, and now he'll also <laughs> add. It. Yeah, you'll have to put that in your bio. No, we got one the other day. I'd love to read it out because it's encouraging. Do you think there's OG listeners like? You guys have changed, man. No, they're listening to me now and goes, yeah, this guy gets it. He gets the roots. You're the the JJ. You come in and save what happened to Star Wars. Yeah, this this canon reboot they've done with with, with no entourage. Actually, Levin, you met this guy in Adelaide the other day and this was hilarious. You approached Levin and said... I read this review and I I got off the flight in Adelaide and then later that night... So read the review. So the review's from Zachrisco7 just a couple of days ago. Super good pod. I've never seen any Star Wars stories. I like that he's called a story. That's really nice because he gets the bigger universe and the different storytelling techniques. And I don't want to either. They talk about that a lot and I still really enjoy it. <laughs> so probably like someone I want to hang out with a lot more because I feel like, you know, he, he won't, you know, get sick of me. Uh, the pitch comes immediately afterwards. Johnny finds out him and Vinny are not actually related and they run away together and get married. E falls down the stairs and breaks his back and is the ring boy in a wheelchair. <laughs> Turtle returns to the ocean. <laughs> so- All right, how about this? What about if there was an entourage comic? <laughs> Fuck. And it turns out we find, like, in between season one and two, the comic fills in. Yeah. And oh. um, there's another Aquaman film that he's, he stars in. That'd fucking piss you off. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of that Entourage continuity. It's the reason I tune in. <laughs> I really love the idea of, of a, a comic book Andre- revealing that Turtle is an actual Turtle. Yeah, that's Aquaman. <laughs> that's the Aquaman movie you spoke about. They have to free Turtle. <laughs> He's that viral video of a Turtle getting a straw pulled out of his nose. So yeah, if you're listening, please leave um, really confusing and funny reviews on the iTunes pages of yep. all of our podcasts. We're, we're pulling yeah. all of the pictures at the moment. We're I'll, putting together the next script. It's going to be great. I was trying to add more because I'm, I'm a podcast professional, you guys. <laughs> I've done over um, 300 episodes of podcasts. And I was trying <laughs> to add so much content after the uh, plugs that I get to replug. Amazing. Yeah, so steelwars.com, <laughs> I love gringogos.com, <laughs> the MediaCorian Where can we find you, Levens? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at? Well, I forgot to mention the other po- my other <laughs> podcast, Serious Issues, which is a comic book podcast. Um, sometimes we uh, review Star Wars comics on there, but most of the time we review every other comic. comic and out. I have to say, to your credit, is because I don't 
read any other comics, but I can listen to the whole show and just just listen. Oh, wow, cool. And just enjoy it. Oh, I appreciate that, man. It's so serious issues. It's my favorite podcast that makes me save money because I don't have to buy any of the comics because I just go, I can, I can talk to somebody about them. All right, so now that we're warmed up, let's talk about Civil War. <laughs> Civil War? <laughs> right, Marvel. <laughs> Uh, Superheroes Are we still going to be watching them <laughs> on the movies 10 years from now Or are they ruining cinema <laughs> Press 1 to listen uh, Look my name's Angus Trusky You can find me on the little dum dum club with Kyle Chandler I host that every week <laughs> Just me and, a, me and a bunch of Melbourne comics get together and riff uh, I've also got a video game one <laughs> Called The Next Level I think I think, I think we bring up Tommy Daslow in every it's episode canon. We have of to. I know he's probably yeah. listening <laughs> He's not listening, that's the worst thing about it uh, Well in that case <laughs> We've got to bring up Steel more because Steel actually yeah, I know. listens well, yeah. uh, See you at the Dum Dum Club <laughs> Thanks for listening guys, see you next week on the Hey Fam Couch Bam 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 Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.